Yo, yo, and just like that, we're back at it again, fresh from the weekend, man. I love Mondays because we get to come back and just talk about how our weekend went. You already know. A lot of football went on. We're going to get into that shortly. But first of all, welcome to the Blackout Podcast. I'm your host, ODM. What's up? And I'm your boy, Money Moons. Who we got over there in the corner? Whoop-de-wop. It's Lil Blackiana over here. <laughs> Lil Blackiana, Crystal Perez. Whoop-de-wop. We got Danny over there, DJ Danny, working the switches over there. Producer Danny, a.k.a. El Tortanator. Shit, loving the building. All right, man, who, who we got today, man? Who's Shit, taking care of we us? Got, we got the homie. We got my dog. I called him. I told him to pull up. We got the homie Sav did it. What up, homie? Hey. hey. We in there like swimwear, man. Block out. What's happening? Producer, artist, engineer extraordinaire. Daycare runner, pimp. Video editor. Do it all, man. Ski mask wearer. Ski mask, ski mask uh, fashion Perfect. model. <laughs> if you got a new ski mask You want somebody to test Give it to me That's right bro You definitely aren't cold Up in this bitch right yeah, no, Or maybe you are That's why you're having that on I don't know How are we looking right now man We sounding good Everything good Alright man Let's get into today's sponsor Shit man So shout out to Today's sponsor is brought to Let me get this shit going hey, You rap for a living hey, I rap bro let me, I, can't, I can't even weed <laughs> I can't weed <laughs> Alright today's episode Is brought to you by Nationwide Presents Nationwide Presents is a premier concert company in Southern California, bringing you the hottest concerts and events. And look, check it out. They just announced this, band, this brand new concert, Back in the Day Freestyle Fest, with performances from Lisa Lisa, Shannon, Trenere, Mary Jane Girls, Mellow Man Ace, JJ Fat, and more. And it's all going down April 8th at the Adelanto Yvette Center. Make sure you get your tickets at NationwidePresents.com and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Nationwide presents damn man. look at that lineup right there i'm looking on the Sheesh. screen back in the day man freestyle lisa lisa come on man she liked it i don't know who the, who necessarily the queen of freestyle is well i mean yeah. I, we interviewed trainer a couple weeks back would you say she is or was lisa lisa before trainer sav you might know that answer you know what i don't know that's hard to say man i think um i want to say lisa lisa was the first because she was all up in she crush groove she, she was doing the um oh what was it the uh uh not the um Wonder if I take you home? What? Yeah, well, I know the record, but I'm saying like, like as far as like actual freestyle, didn't they have like the uh, what, what was that show? I can't remember the show. You talking about a freestyle show? Was it like a freestyle show back then? On TV? Yeah. Mm. No, probably not. I'm tripping there. Like Soul Train? No. <laughs> American Bandstand? <laughs> Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. But shit, that would have been dope. They had yeah. a freestyle show. Maybe they did. I, Maybe I don't they know. Did. I don't know. But anyway, get there, get your tickets, man. It's going to be a hot-ass show right there. So let's go around the room really quick. Let's talk about how everybody weekend went, Money Moon. Shit, was it was good. cool, man. It was cool. Just kicked it. Kicked it. I went to the casino Friday. Yeah. No one said what's up to me. I said I was going to be there, but no one said what's up. <laughs> no one said what's up? <laughs> Remember with the writers? And I said, I'm going to be on a casino in Morongo. Pull up. buy you a beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, they saved me money, so shout out to y'all. That's right. <laughs> and I just kicked it, bro. Watch football. Yeah, that's what's up. Friday, I... um. Well, after the interview, shout out to MB Riders. If you guys missed the interview, they were here in town performing in Pomona at the Glass House. Um, they came through Friday afternoon. It was lit. The interview is the, the previous one from this one. But we had a good conversation, man, yeah, over yeah. on Friday. And then after that, I think I just went to the crib, just kicked it, man, had some drinks, got ready for Saturday. It was my uh, my little niece's birthday, Delilah. Shout out to Hermie, how seven years old. We went over to uh, Big, what's it called? Big Air Trampoline in Corona. Oh, yeah. call it Trampoline Park. That shit is lit. That shit was Pack man like a like a oh, mall man. Christmas, bro. <laughs> like I was like, we were tripping. Like man, so many people here, and I'm like, 
Well, Saturday, man, people still didn't really get to, you know, experience that during the pandemic. You could, you could still blame it on people just going out now. And I mean, they're like, fuck it. Do I, do I go spend this much money at the movies or, or, or do I go, you know, do, do, do I go buy a new house or do I go take my kids <laughs> to big, big trampoline park, man? You know, so I got spending on my damn kids, <laughs> yeah. man. You know, but it was really lit. Shout out to everybody that had us there. And uh, Sunday, just watch some football. That's right. That's right. What about you, Crystal? Oh I know you goodness. had a big event at the Ducks, right? Or you had a Damn. couple games. I had a I had a good weekend, man. It was it was jam packed with uh, some action. Friday I was at Uptown Downtown Rialto. Shouts mm. out to the people. Okay. They got the dance floor cracking. That's it right. Was a good night. Yeah. And then Saturday was yeah Women in Sports Night at um, the Honda Center for the Ducks game that was happening. And it was like a it was like an all day thing. A little bit a little bit different than your normal hockey game. They just had like they had panels. They had. Um, a speed mentorship thing going on. Oh, that's dope. During the day, yeah. So it was like for, you know, obviously the professional female athletes. Yeah. Elite, uh, like Olympians of the past. Okay. And also for all the women repping in sports within media, within all the other areas of, you know, that's the so sports dope. industry. Yeah. So a lot of maybe like ESPN. Oh, uh, yeah. There, that shed cool. light on all that talent exactly. Too, sure. Reporters. It was lit. And then yeah. like the whole soundtrack for the whole night was just, you know, the ladies soundtrack. That's, that's what I'm talking honoring about. Honoring the ladies. So, got, so yeah, I know you throw on some Beyonce. Uh, you know what? We I threw will, on a lot of different. Some, yeah. I will survive Gloria Gaynor. All the ladies <laughs> went crazy. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I will survive. You know what? I, I was sad because I didn't get to throw out uh, just a girl from No Doubt. I wanted oh, to hit that so bad. And she's from OC. I know. And it's a good sing along, but it, you know, shit me. happens in the booth. And yeah. yeah, you were busy though, man. You yeah. were you had a busy day because you were outside uh, and inside as well, right? That's right. I was I was DJing the uh, speed mentorship uh, portion of it, and then inside I made my in arena debut with yeah. the freaking Hell yeah. Anaheim Ducks. Whoa. So that was your first time. That was my first time DJing in arena, yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 man. I was prepping for a while. And even the, the day of, like, or in the moment of, like, just going down the track list, you know. Yeah. And then kicking out whatever people were playing. Like, oh, camp, you know. You were kicking out people in the booth? No, was kicking out Get tracks. out of here. You know what I'm saying? I know she was. I ain't got that pool. This is my moment. Get yeah. out. Yeah. I ain't got that this for the ladies yet. right yeah. now. This is my moment. Get out. Look, we're going to fuck around and get her fired right now. Look at <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's all going. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. And you know, as DJs, you know, it's like, oh, this person just played the track I wanted to play. Okay, let me let me regather. Let me rethink what yeah. to throw in next. It was one of those. Now, were you nervous when you were inside the actual stage playing for all those people? Man. I was excited, but along with that, there was like some nervousness. I, yeah. I kept saying it was equal parts fun and fright because it's yeah. just like I just hope to God the power doesn't cut off right now. <laughs> right. Right. It's, it's high energy, it's high pressure situation. So and oh, it was we my, did it. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Damn. But overall, I mean, you kicked ass, did your thing. So that's what's up, man. Shut up. Names. <laughs> did, you, did you feed her when he was done? I mean, you kicked ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So let's talk about Sunday, bro. Come on, man. Super Bowl is on its way. 57, you already know. Um, the Eagles versus the Chiefs is going down February 12th. But first, let's get into this, man. Who, who's shooting us a donation Shit, on Super Chat, we got Chat, a shout-out to Caesar Garcia for that donation. Hey! He says, shout-out to the Blockout Podcast. Let's keep it moving. Let's hit 10K this month. All-Star Insurance, we got you. Man, that's in San Diego right Damn. there. Shout-out to my folkers, man, for sure. But, yeah, man, Super Bowl 57, it's on, dude. And, uh... I heard that was a pretty big upset for the 49ers. <sighs> Did you watch both games at I all? I didn't. I just got back in town, so I missed. I'm going to be watching highlights tonight or tomorrow. 
Wait a minute, you were in Vegas, didn't yeah. you? Man, you were like the best. You should have. Man, I was moving That's around. What? I was here. I was there. I was in LA. I was in Palmdale. I moved around, man. Yeah. But I, I missed everything, but I heard it was quite the upset. Oh, oh it, yeah. it was. The first game I, was definitely like, an upset. I'm stuck in the middle. I have 49er friends, and then I have yeah. Cowboy friends, and they yeah. just it's been like it's been like Bloods and Crips all over again on <laughs> yeah. social media. Man, it wasn't even a game, bro. Cowboys would have done a better. <laughs> Cowboys would have won that game if they would have played. Yeah, I heard it was. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But the the so the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. Chiefs uh, and, Chiefs and, and, and Eagles. the Eagles, bro. Now, the Chiefs just, I mean, well, the Eagles, first off, mangled the fucking 49ers, dude, 31-7. Shh. Ouch. Like, it never stood a chance, bro. And I feel so bad because I got a lot of family members that are 49er yeah. fans, too. Yeah, I have friends, family, all that. You know. Were they just down when you saw them? They weren't. I, I didn't see nobody. Oh, I, I stayed home. They were in the house. They didn't go out. They didn't come <laughs> out of hiding. They were. There were parties. There were, I stayed in the house because I like to just you know chill on Sunday. Yeah. And I was where's, the, where's the Super Bowl at this year? Uh, it's going to be Arizona, bro. Arizona. Yeah. That's down for a trip. <laughs> AZ. That's what I'm that's saying, not man. Too far. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We might have to get a little spot out there, a little block out, you know what I'm saying? Slash performance. Hey now. Yeah, that'd be Just dope. Just down the street and hear all the noise. Yeah, <laughs> totally, man. I'll tell you one person who's dying for some, <laughs> hey. Do something strange. <laughs> I, I, what would you do for some Super Bowl tickets? Well, hold, hold that thought. <laughs> hey, Crystal, man, let us know right now who's wilding out, man, on social media for some Super Bowl tickets. You know what? Amber Rose want to eat the booty like groceries. In exchange for some Super Bowl tickets. Did you guys see that post? Oh, no. I saw when you sent it to me, though. <laughs> what, what, what was it all about? Yeah, so she posts on her IG, yo, whose ass I got to eat to get Super Bowl <laughs> tickets to the yeah. Super Bowl. So that caused a commotion oh, there, and got a lot of likes. And also, there it is. She, I guarantee you she got a DM with someone who's someone who's playing. DM, not even. <laughs> she sure. got a comment. Diplo slid through the comments. What? Like, Whoa, what did Diplo say? He said the raise the hand emoji. He He's said, like, you can Diplo. <laughs> you <Yeah>. can Diplo. <laughs> diplo on this, baby. Culo, I got to eat for <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> tickets. Well, because how much are those tickets? Probably well, a couple G's, huh? Exactly. For nosebleeds? Exactly. So Daddy oh, Diplo can afford it. I guarantee you. Damn, well, I can only imagine because the freaking the Niners and Cow uh, Cowboys game was like, what, 1500 bucks a ticket? Yeah. For standing, fool. Not even for a seat. I heard some of the tickets um, at the last Super Bowl when the Rams played. Uh huh. Um, those, some of those tickets were like crazy. 50, 50 60,000 for the like roof. Mm. Yeah, that's right. They were crazy. Like one, 50, of 60, were. one of my boys paid them. 60,000. One of my boys paid My boy Steve. The one with the RV. Oh. With, the, with the video. Yeah, bro. That's he got to like that, though. Well, he got season ticket. He's a season <laughs> oh, ticket holder, so he gets first dibs at it. You know right, what I'm right. saying? What about like the worst seat in the Super Bowl? How much would that ticket go for? Because she didn't specify. She, didn't say, she just said, I'm saying five grand. I'm guessing five grand. Yeah. For a nosebleed? Oh, yeah. I think. Sure. Oh, I think. For sure. All right. Well, there you go. Amber Rose right there. If you want to sponsor her out, uh, she'll she'll do you a flavor. Yeah. She'll eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> Come on, man. You already know. <laughs> Shout out to everybody out there. I was looking for the price right here. Oh, here we go. Starting at $5,000. That's nosebleed. That's in the parking lot. Fuck that. You know how much, much garden salad I can get with that, man? I kick it at home. Have front <laughs> row seat, bro. Yeah. Shit. Screen. Shit, dude. Have to eat nobody's ass. Like 20 balls of Don Julio. Oh, I didn't say I wouldn't eat nobody's ass. There's one person I'm eating. <laughs> she might be watching right now. Okay. Oh. She ain't Amber. Hit the button. All horny. <laughs> Good shit. What else is going on? The block talk, uh, Crystal. Well, keeping it uh, on Super Bowl, you know who's going to be performing there, right? Riri. It's the Riri concert Re -re. featuring the Chiefs and the Eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. we have a TikTok priest that is. Is spilling the tea on that. He said that Rihanna is the devil's music. 
right? The devil's music, Rihanna. Yeah. So nah. apparently this TikTok priest, he he like he had a heart attack, died for a second. <laughs> First of all, how's he a TikTok? How are you a priest on TikTok? Because he's a <laughs> He's a priest and he's posting on TikTok. Okay, so got he's you, a TikTok got you. Priest. He's I thought that clout. was his no, no, label. I think that was a pretty you know legitimate question because like, I was starting what? to really figure that yeah. out. Like, wait, what? You're it is t- now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> he only uh, practices on TikTok now, but mm. so he he's letting the people know that he had an experience back in 2016 where he briefly visited hell. Uh, I did hear about this. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he went to and, hell. And supposedly the song that was playing in hell was Umbrella, Ella, Ella, yeah. and they were using it for torture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I heard that story. So he, he's talking about a, a, an area in hell where they play music, and it's you know the music that we hear here on earth, but it's not sung by these artists. It's sung by demons. So one of the songs they hear was Umbrella. He also talks about Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. That, too, was the devil's oh. music. And also no Jazz shit. Sullivan. playing hell, bro. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. But you got to think it's got to be in the demon's Don't worry. Yeah, so that's that, got to be the devil, yeah. yeah. yeah that would be some creepy shit. It is, right? So he's he's kinda advocating terrifying. that um, people that kind of use drugs, alcohol to get creative, it's yeah. actually lowering your vibration, oh, bringing you down to a level where these demons yeah. can come and talk to you and yeah. give you, you know, give you some good hooks. Yeah. But it's because they want to control, you know, the the... The public with this music, yeah, and you know, if you're a conspiracy person, that's kind of mm. it's pretty deep. On point, yeah, with, with what they I get say. it. Yeah, the crazy story. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to get rid of all the rap then. Yeah. You know, Honestly, people smoking, I mean, getting high, doing all weed. this. I know, right? Blown tree. I'm a born again Christian. But, but yeah. if, you, if you think <laughs> and about I'm it, though, and I'm on TikTok, and I'm on TikTok, me and Odie, I'm gonna start a whole uh, TikTok. Yeah, so born the credibility again. is like, you know, maybe he's just doing this for the clout or whatnot. But also, you know, since Rihanna's going to be doing the Super Bowl, that's a mass ritual. So yeah. That's a very know. big ritual. Yeah, that's yeah. a big so ass. Makes sense. They say, what is the average people who tune in? It's like over 100 million people watch the, the biggest, Super Bowl. The biggest and most watched. The most it used watched to be the most watched. The entire world. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so what they call that is energy harvesting. Kind of the same like with the Travis Scott. Yeah. Well, regardless, I'm ready to see Rihanna sing Umbrella and all her damn hits. Yeah. It's been too long yeah. since she's been on stage yes. in real. the studio. Who knows? She might be making music. We just haven't heard it right, yet. Right, true. You know? You're right. But I know people like be- that, people of that caliber, you know, they're they're really, they're, they be cooking a lot. They For just, sure. They, you know, they're at that level now where they might have been putting it out as much. Yeah. I mean, I mean how many songs you make, dude, and don't a put lot. out? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got an arsenal. Yeah. And she yeah. been getting that bag, too, off that yeah. Fenty, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'd be rocking Fenty out there for For real. I would. I'd my brand. <laughs> for fact. For, for dancers, real. at least. Don't for let sure. no nipple fall out, Janet Jackson. <laughs> 2023. Can we, can we retract that? Can we, can we <laughs> hey, isn't there like a delay now because that, that happened? Like there's like a five second delay or some shit? Uh, I think it's 12. I think it's oh, longer 12? than 12 seconds. Of that, huh? In radio, it's 12 seconds. It's not live anymore, though, because like, huh. of that. I think well, they have a delay now because of yeah, that. Because yeah, because their titty popped out. Yeah. So ever since that happened with Jack, Jan Jackson and Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl, like everybody just, like radio, just, man. Slight, it's a slight they delay, just, She yeah. set the bar, yeah. Like if you cuss, your fine went up to like 200,000, a cuss word what? on radio. Wow. And it cost people's jobs and it cost, yeah, companies money, man. Damn it. Facts. Now do you think that was like so accident record, or you think it was staged? We could fucking cuss all we want, baby. Fuck what I'm talking about. Shit. <laughs> hey, you think yeah. it was real though? Or you think it was staged? Um, what? I don't know, dude. I think it was Janet Jackson's titty popping up. Oh, it had a ring on it. It had a <laughs> oh, sun ring, like a star, huh? Yeah, it was like a star around the nipple. Man, I remember I was like five years old. Star? What does that mean? <laughs> what star thing mean on the nipple? It was the sun, but it was like yeah. it was like a like ornament. Some it was like an Illuminati shit. What? We got the conspiracy girl over here. I need to you ask know, her. What well does they, the star on the nipple mean? They <laughs> say not to look directly into the sun. All right, you end up like Icarus. So <laughs> yeah. you weren't supposed to look at that. 
head. That's on y'all. Hey, it reminds me of the fools that used to mad dog me in the hood. I go, why are you looking at me like you're looking at the sun? <laughs> <laughs> nah. She Old did joke, put man. on for mad nipple jewelry in that Super Bowl. No, that was for, that for sure was staged. And then it had like the button. I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched it that much. But yeah, uh, that fuck, was no I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen but it in a while. My dog has a screenshot. <laughs> it was five buttons. It's a core memory for him. Well, you got you got to think. Did she have an album dropping in two weeks? Absolutely. See, this was we were all new to shit like that happening, right. and we didn't know that. Okay, because nowadays something like you know Kanye goes on a rant on Twitter, and then his yeah, album drops drop, next yeah. week. Yeah, um, same with like like Blueface and Christiana. Like, or yeah. what's her name? Christian. Christian. Yeah, they the just whole, the whole, the whole no jumper. jumper and, and you see their new see video. Them. They drop a new video, and no jumper clip is in that video. Right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we got you, motherfuckers. Yeah. So I, I ain't mad at them, you know, the way social media is. and, and, and What's well, all marketing one-on-one at the end of the day? Reality yeah. TV does it. All these other, you know, movies do it. Yeah. Actors, you know. Got all to. those yeah. PR moves. I need it's, some it's, PR like that. PR moves. Shout out to the PR agents out there. Those are some of the, the gatekeepers to success in this industry. For <laughs> yeah. sure. Brains, dog. Man. Brains. Um, what else is cracking, though? Speaking of Kanye... Did we have something on Kanye? You know, Kanye West, uh, there was a video floating around a couple days. I don't know if it was yesterday or a couple days ago. But, you know, he pulled up in Kanye fashion in his Jeep, whatever it looked like. And, uh, you know, paparazzi was out there with their cameras. And, you know, he got pissed off. He's been known to get into it with the paparazzi. and mm -hmm. But he didn't get out of his car. He just kind of rolled down his window. Well, I think we got a video clip of it. What you got over there, my boy? What the fuck? Oh, he's throwing his phone away. Running up on your kids games like that? Hey, bro, what do you want me to do? Is everybody's here, dude? You you know how it is every week, bro. I want to just see my kids. I understand, bro, but it's not just me. It's it's a hundred of us. Everybody gotta stop when I see my kids, bro. How you, how, dude? Like, what do you want us to do? It's a hundred of us. I don't care how many. Well, what do you want us to do? Do you want to hear what I want you? To yeah, do? tell us what you want us to do. If I need to see my kids, why don't oh. you photograph them? Okay. You can't go home and see them? <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? It's a public place. Oh, it gets better. It's called human rights. It's a public place. Kanye, you know, you know what time you know, it is? When I, I see my kids, y'all got to stop. Like that. If I say stop, I wasn't if I say, it ain't running. I haven't seen it. I wasn't Stop with running. your cameras. You're going to yank that shit right out of here. I know you're a celebrity. Oh. Oh. Costume. Bad Bunny -eater. <laughs> Did Bad Bunny do the yeah, same he thing? Did, yeah, the fans. <laughs> yeah. What's up? I mean, okay. Crazy ass though. Thoughts? Yeah. Thoughts? Okay, I got, a few, I got a few thoughts on this. Um, okay, so I, I personally am not at any level to where I deal with the paparazzi on that level. So okay, I can't relate to that. However, you know, if you're at that level, that level of success, everything comes with sacrifice, bro. You know, if you're going to have that level of fame, yes. that level of income, that level of notoriety and legendary status, if you will, you know what I'm saying? It comes at a cost. Yes. There's nothing in life for free. If you want to be that fucking successful and have that kind of fucking money to where you can just buy a $40 million Malibu house and gut it out like it's a fucking piece of shit in OC, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're paying for that lifestyle, bro. Right. And this comes with it. Everybody wants to know what you're doing at all times. So. Right. I can't. I, I personally. I get. I understand. It's probably really annoying and all that. Mm. But I can't really sympathize with that. Right. That's your. That's a, the cost of the lifestyle you're living. That's I agree. What, I agree. One hundred percent. I think I'm halfway there. Because when it comes to me, whatever. Like like you said, man. I signed up for this, and this right. is what comes along with it. Especially in today's age, with everything. Right. 
Um, my kids, though, man, it's like it's almost like you know people getting celebs getting pissed off when 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 they be eating and people come and ask for you know an autograph right. and you know it's like they used to get pissed off at that. Now, like when you're in somebody's in, like Kanye's caliber, I don't know, man. He can't even pick up his kids and oh. and, and put. I'd be more pissed off the camera being on my kids. No, I agree. But then again, their kids, yeah. kids are freaking exposed because of Kardashian. Why? Yeah. Well, they're already yeah. kind of in the media. Like, you already like know. If it, was, if it was me and my wife and my kids, and you know that was kind of, I, I kind of get that because I'm very defensive of my wife and my children as well. However, it's like you still understand this is the lifestyle that you signed up for. So, right. You know, and then it doesn't help. It doesn't help the, the matter that your wife or ex-wife, for that matter, is very social on social media. You think Kanye's yeah. trying to be anti that now more so that he knows that Kim is is that way. Um, well, in terms of being private more. with his kids and stuff like that, trying to go away with away from it. Well, the, yeah, I mean, the Kardashians are for sure like like they're they're not camera shy whatsoever. Right, that's what you I'm know? saying. And, but maybe being 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 exposed to that, you know, being a part of that fan for so long, it probably just you know he was already yeah. a celebrity of high right. notoriety, but now it's like like every fucking day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you but, can't change your game in the ninth inning, Kanye. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, man. It's just time to play ball, baby. <laughs> you know, you already you got too many hits, man. Play ball, man, for real. And you've been on one too but, many but, Kardashian you know, episodes. But to the paps out there, you know, respect the kids though, man, because they innocent, they don't know shit. Yeah, man, right. protect the kids. That's, the kids, though. That's exactly how I feel. For sure. <laughs> all right. Early on Instagram, I don't know if you saw, literally, I mentioned that there may be somebody pregnant. <laughs> Could it be in this room? There's only one female. Uh, Crystal, for the record, Crystal Perez, are you pregnant? Not it. Okay, Not good. It. <laughs> Tell it's us. moons. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the big news. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Somebody might be pregnant, though, right? Somebody might be, and it might be Megan the Stallion. What? Or it might be Megan Trainer. I Megan? guess there's there's two Megans. She's not. Yeah. No, she just had a baby, so she's uh, already post pregnancy. Yeah, shout out to Megan Trainer, her second baby right no, there. Just oh, congrats. She all about that base. Then it and may baby. or may not be Megan the Stallion. So we'll we'll see if that prediction comes true. But that's just the rumor that's out right now, allegedly. Yeah. And yeah. if so, you know, partisan Fontaine, you guys you guys are artists, so you guys yeah. familiar with him? Who's that? Baby Daddy? Yeah, partisan, yeah. yeah. Wait. That's a, well he's a producer too. Yeah. Oh. So he did <laughs> the Baby Daddy? He did that song with Cardi, uh what was it? Shit. A WAP? No, it was before <laughs> that. Pre pre WAP era. Oh, that boy. Uh, thank you, thank Shout you. out to the DJ Danny boy for that. Yo, that's a fire track. Yo, the DJ Danny know his shit. Damn. Yeah. Party with Cardi. The flowers what they deserve. So we'll see about that. That's the word on the curb. Well, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just the one thing The one thing I noticed about the, the constant motion of the industry, I think it's always been this way. It's like, you know, it's 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 clearly a young uh, a young sport, if you would, for a mm. lot of for a lot of people, especially in like the hip hop genre. Yeah. However, I think it is great when people are able to, you know, get to a status in life where they can start a family and have that. Because, I mean, that's the goal anyway is to, you know, achieve success and have a family, right? Right. Let them have their families, man. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people be waiting. I know dudes to be waiting, you know, to have babies. They want to just play the field. And, man, yeah. I got all that, you know. But, like, Nikki, like Nikki settled down. Yeah. Nikki, you yeah. know. Yeah. Eventually. And, and she ended up on... She had some music. Oh, she had. You can ride it. You can. It. You can <laughs> take that MC Hammer sample. Yeah, she over yeah. she over my shit. The baby. Anaconda yeah. one. Yeah. Mommy got to go back on set. Anaconda one. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I fuck with it. Super freaky. She's super, super freaky. freaky mom. Yeah, that shit was horrible. Yeah, the Rick James sample, man. That's how I remember that shit. You know, I love my it. old school right there, man. What do you think she named her kid? <laughs> <laughs> Who that? <laughs> Megan. <laughs> Megan. I don't know. Uh... Stallion? Not Tori. No, no. <laughs> hey, hey, was Day he fucking start. with the baby too? 
Was she? Wasn't there some shit out there? Probably. No, I think Tory that was Saweetie. No, it's gay. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Hey, I'm still having Odie said. He said not Tory. Not Tory. <laughs> not Tory. Yeah, Tory Lanez. None of I that. Do. Shot her pinky toe. <laughs> and went to jail. Yeah, man. You shot my pinky toe. That was what movie is that from? What movie is that from? Oh, you, don't uh, you shot my pinky toe. Eddie Murphy. From, uh, Eddie Murphy. Who else? Man, Never mind. I, I was thinking something else. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Yeah, man. That's old school. That's old school right there. But uh, shit, man. Hey, but that whole case was mind blowing. Just how it was unfolding. I didn't know what was gonna happen. In I couldn't follow it too close, but like just the outcome of that case was a trip. Yeah, didn't she end up um, walking away? Did she walk away with some money? Or he just no. went. He walked away the, with some years. He walked. Well, he's <laughs> yeah. he's got to get sentenced, I believe. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Going on, going. Going to get yeah. locked up. No, he did get locked up. Well, oh, is he already locked up? up? He's locked yeah. up right now. Oh yeah. shit! They don't saw out the loop. It's tough. Yeah, him and Young Thug, bro. Yeah. Man, might get hit with the Rico. <laughs> bro, I don't want to meet Rico, <laughs> dude. He was on. Um, did you see that clip going around when um Jock Young Jock was on? Uh, not Young was he? Yeah, no, Young Thug was on that uh, podcast with uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Gutta. What's Gunna? his name? Gunna. Oh, Gunna. Yeah. And then the, the other dude, I, I don't forget his name. Uh-huh. He was. He told him. He was like, "Yo." He was like schooling. He was like, man, you can't keep doing oh, this, bro. Oh, with the game. Yeah, yeah. You can't keep doing this, man, because, you know, sooner or later he just spit the game like, like you know, you're going to end up in there and everything's going to be gone. And, you know, watch who you around and whoop-de-whoop. And he right. told him like months prior before he got popped. Yeah. And lo and behold, he was already doing the dirty yeah. shit. And next thing you know, he got popped. But it was like people forewarn you. But, you know, you keep doing shit well, you until know, you get caught. People are hard-headed anyway. The one thing that I just can't figure out when I, you know, watch them from afar is just, you know, when when you find a way out of that kind of lifestyle, why go back in? Right. You know? Because yeah. it's a habit. Well, it's like it's in a, you. It's a habit, and, and it's, I mean, but even then, though, ha- habits can be changed. Like, that's that's just poor decision-making at the end of the day because most people who I've ever known from the hood are trying to get out of the hood. Yeah. You know, one of my OGs used to always say, you know how you tell the difference between someone who's from it and who's not? Someone who's not from it always wants to be in and someone who's accustomed to it wants to get the fuck out. Facts. So yeah. if you have that level of system, you know how many people are dying just to pay their fucking rent this month? You're a multimillionaire. Right. You can sleep with any woman you want. You have endless resources of money success and you want to resort to this scarface bullshit Mm. i think the same way bro it's crazy to me bro same way it's crazy i I can't even give fucking money moons to give me a verse yet (laughs) these guys are all he got verses (laughs) and i'm pulling up on wednesday (laughs) i'm gonna pull a play yeah but no but you know all jokes aside i just think it's you know it's 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 heartbreaking too man you know just when you see people that you know really have a chance to get out of this shit and then you know there's so many uh, so many other people who are still fighting for their chance or surviving for a chance struggling for a chance yeah and then it's just thrown away constantly you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's unfortunate wasted talent Thanks. We got Sav did it up in the building on this Monday night, man. Check it out. We got a number. You want to call us up? Throw that number up there, Danny, so we can get active one time. Tap in, tap in. The number's always up there. Um, by the way, I think we, we got another. We got another. Hit him up with another sponsor, right, right quick. Oh yeah, let's hit him with this sponsor real quick. Yeah, man. Portion I just want to shout to. All right, this hour is brought to you by by Forever Faded and Creative Photo Shoots. <coughs> Forever Faded is an entertainment social media page. Make sure you follow them for updates on all their events. Uh, they host creative photo shoots, 420 events, and they also have their own clothing line coming soon. Make sure you follow them on social media at Forever Faded Entertainment. Shout out to the homie. Where the hyenas at, man? Palas, homie. Faded, faded, faded. <laughs>
Oh, that's a separate one? Okay, okay, then we're cool. Shout out to Creative Photo Shoes. Thanks for supporting the podcast, man. We appreciate you. Much love. 100. Really quick, I want to talk about tomorrow. We're going to be um, Taco Tuesday. We're going to be at Bubba's Tacos in Ontario, our very first remote. You guys excited, man? Yeah. Sad, you come through, bro. Come get some tacos. What time you going to be there? Bubba's Tacos. We're going uh, live at 5 o'clock. Well, maybe taping. I think we'll be be taping. Either way, we're going to be there. Yeah, I'm there. I'm going to get some tacos. It's not far. So the manager there, What's his name, bro? Bubba. Bubba. Oh, duh. His name's Bubba. <laughs> Shit, he's going to be a... Bubba's Tacos. He offered his spot, bro, so we're going to come out there, turn up, eat some tacos, drink some drinks, some beers, some micheladas, I don't know, whatever we feeling tomorrow, man. So stop on through if you need that info. Uh, we'll post it up on the community page right here on YouTube. Uh, really quick, man, also shout-outs to uh, Cheech Marin. Cheech Marin, man, Cheech and Chong, obviously. You know, shout-outs to Riverside. He's got the art museum down here, the Cheech Marin Art Museum. And he just recently, last Thursday, he received the Riverside Hero Hero Award. And what that does, it goes to a group or individual who's made a significant con- contribution to promote the community at the state and or national level in the past year. So I thought that was dope. Is That's IE. Nah, he's from LA, Holmes. Okay. He yeah. was born in LA. <laughs> nah, I don't know what he's talking about. We got recognition out here, too, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what it does, he, yeah, he, he brought his museum his out museum's here. Museum's over here. Oh, okay. And shout out to the city of Riverside, man. They just like said, yeah, you can bring it out here. I don't know. Rumor has it, don't quote me, but rumor has it that it was just not enough space or, or there wasn't enough building the size or whatever out in L.A. Right. So he moved it out this way. Right. And I think it was a great fit for downtown Riverside, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Definitely Bring it to the IE, man. I got to go check that shit out. I've never been. Yeah, I'm down to You got to go. Yeah. You got to smoke, smoke a blunt before you go or what? Hell yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> While you walk in. Yeah. 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 They hand them out the door. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, they should. I don't want them to uh, Got to do it right. You can go see Cheech. Right. Or Cheech's yeah. Museum. <laughs> Shouts yeah. out to Cheech, man. He's been repping Riverside. You know, this oh, whole yeah. time, I, anytime I see him pop up on a reel or something like that, he's got the Riverside shirt on. See, that's Damn, he repping. So, much love, Cheech. That's what's up. Sav did it is in the building, man. Let's talk yeah, Let's man. talk music with you right now, my, my man, for the audience that don't know. I see some players in here that do know you, but for those that Shout don't. to the fans, man. Man, how did your career start? Where, did you, where, where were you born and raised? It's, uh, all that. It's, it's been a long journey, man. Uh, you know, Long Beach, California, bro, you know, coming up, man. Uh, got introduced to music really early on in my life. Um, uh, you know, it, 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 I fell in love with the aspect of producing first. So I know I've said this in other interviews before, but, you know, really it was um, – you know, it was it was old school, uh, like 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 a DR5 drum machine was my first piece mm. of equipment. I had a Motif ESA, like over time. So I fell in love with the early stages of actually when you were making beats. It was really all analog, right? You know, and then you know through you know out my teen years of doing that. You know, I tried to get into the rapping and stuff early on, but it just it was like okay, you know, it just I was more comfortable in my zone. Yeah, you know, and, was this uh, in the eighties, nineties? No, <laughs> no, this was in the late, this was in the early two thousands. Oh, okay, oh shit, yeah, oh shit, but yeah, yeah. Well, how, <laughs> how old are you, brother? Uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm 25 in the entertainment industry. Okay, how long? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I ask, because then you know your shit yeah, yeah, then. Because yeah. I heard well, you on other interviews, yeah. and like, you know your music. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, but um, no, you know, so, uh, but but I, I started on analog gear, which I think was a blessing, too, because I know Fruity Loops, and there was there was other DAWs and stuff out at the time. Yeah. But I was fortunate enough at, at, at my age, um, you know, right, right, right as I was, you know, creeping into, you know, high school to to start really messing with um, analog gear. And I was the only access I had. A friend of mine had it. So, you know, when I would go to his, it was his brother had like turntables and drum right. machines. And so we go over the there. Fruity, the Fruity Loops came after the ADATs. Yeah. See, we fucked with ADATs when right. I had it. You know, I had the MPC 60, mm-hmm. Roger Lynn, the original one, drum machine, right? right? And then I had ADATs. And then I next thing I know, 
Dodd started coming out or right. all these other like drum kits and shit yeah. on, on Fruity Loop. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, because I, I remember it was around probably like early 2002 when I first started like really trying to, um, you know, get into it. And, mm. you know, like like I said, even at that age, there was still, you know, computers and DAWs and stuff. So for me to, you know, get my start on an analog, on analog gear, I just fell in love with it from the gate. It mm. was just something about the whole process of it. And um, What do you think your, your thoughts on analog versus digital? Now? Oh, man. Now. Digital is very convenient. However, like the big one of the biggest mistakes I ever made besides selling my Impala, which my wife still kicks my ass for it to this day, mm. um, was selling my analog gear. Yeah. I yeah. miss it. Exactly. I miss it. The value of it is astronomical. Yeah. And I, I fucking regret it every day. Because I, it was some of the best gear I had, and some of those sounds, man, I've like I've had I because now obviously I'm in the digital age. So I have um I have, uh, you know, multiple plugins, things like that that emulate these, mm -hmm. but nothing is like the original. Nothing like the original? There's nothing like a, a real, you know, a motif ESA, like a real, uh, you know, a rolling phantom. Or, right. You know, a, a now, trinity. Now, like, does this include, because it's been a while, the, the outboard gear? Like, you know, have the rolling, yeah, the rolling, all, all that. that. That's like, all. I love all those, even the boards yeah. and all that. You know, because there was some, I can't remember the exact name. There was one that I had. At the time, I think I paid like $900 for it. Now, I looked up on Guitar Center or Musician's Friend recently, and it's like five bands now. No shit. And it's just a fucking guitar rack with, I think, like 2,000 guitar sounds. Like, it's amazing. Right, you can right. Run, you, can run it into a, uh, you can run it into an actual bass, an actual uh, electric guitar. You can run it into a keyboard. Like, and I sold that fucking gear for like four or 500 bucks. I fucking hate it to this day. But those, 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 something about the analog gear... You know, it's just they have such an authentic sound. So now when I see, like, a lot of big producers like Charlie Puth and stuff like that, they may be doing a lot of stuff. On, and Russ, too. Shout out to Russ. Um, they do a lot of digital music, but in the background, there's still a ton of analog shit. You know, you could you can identify the sound. In oh between. yeah, I mean I mean not all the time. I'm not I'm not that goddamn good. I think I have really good ears. <laughs> so I'm not really that good. But um, but no, but like it is something that's just more um, it's more authentic and organic. Right. You know, so that that's one thing I do miss. And you know, as as I continue in my career, I, I want to start collecting analog gear again. Yeah. My first piece that I started collecting was a a, a cork um, um a micro cork. So I just got I just got a micro cork because I wanted to learn the talk box. So the cork oh, is yeah. the keyboard, right? Yeah. The micro yeah. 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 Cork, yeah. So, but I got the original the original design. Uh, it was the same design that uh, Roger Trapman used to use in the 80s. I was going to ask you, who's your top talk boxer of all time? Oh, top? I mean, Roger would have to be top. Second okay. would be MC yeah. Magic. Okay. Yeah. Because the MB Riders, bro, all that shit. Like, I don't, I used to fucking love the, the, the one thing I loved that MB Riders did, which congrats on having them on the show recently, too. That's yeah, so yeah, dope. for sure. Um, I did tune into that. That was dope. Thank you. But they had a song called Forever. I forgot what album it was off of. Um, that record when they had Old Girl singing along with the talk boxing, like, just that melodic sound is fucking crazy to me. You know, I don't think a lot of people don't really emulate that a lot much more. You know, um, I know Roger did it a little bit, too, but yeah, it's just, I would say Roger and then probably MC Magic and then maybe three, Battle Cat and mm. Quick. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Quick was on the show uh, a few weeks ago. He right. called. He called in when we had second and none here, and we started getting into the conversation about analog. And and, and he was like, "Dude, nothing beats it." He's it even starting it. to go back to analog shit too, as yeah. well. It's you just the, the the warmth of it, man. Right. Just the bass, you know what I'm saying? The right. sound. It's, well, just the sounds. And Remember it's like, the reel to reel. Yeah, like, yeah, no, for sure. And 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 that's the thing. Like like because a lot of people who know me, anybody who's ever worked with me, that's watching or whatever, you know, um, I'm very passionate about my music from the artists I work with to the beats that I make to the songs that I mix to the bar, to the verses that I write. You know, everything, every aspect. You know, I'm very passionate about it. But just you know, being being such a um, being such a nerd for this shit, like I really am a full on music nerd. You know, understanding exactly how all, how the whole digital process works, but hearing just the warmth of that old technology, like it really is a piece of art. 
Yeah. You know, this, this machine, you press this button and tweak this knob, and it really does some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. You know, it wasn't just so automated and so easy. Now, don't get me wrong. I think it's a blessing that we're able to, you know, have have um have this easy way of, of music creation now. However, it does kind of eliminate the challenge of it, and I think that's why the music is coming out at it's, it's such a high in abundance now. And it's, it's almost being watered down because it's too easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, isn't there For a way a now people, for you to, like, record and then you can run it through analog? I believe so. You run it through the reels, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I've done that before with a couple of records yeah. and it sounds now, like I'm not you hating feel on like new processes of doing it, but you know, but like I said, when I was coming into the game, I was fortunate enough to be taught by people who really were like from yeah. the analog era. You know what I'm saying? That you know, from the ADAT tapes and then and then, you know, in just the the multi track units and all that shit and really having to really having to have a reverb plugged in and turn it up to get yeah. the reverb from the mic, yeah. you know. Like the, you know, in and, and, and it might sound like fucking hieroglyphics to a lot of people watching, <laughs> but but just learning how that process was and where it is now. I can appreciate it because, you know, it's easier for me just to click reverb on Pro Tools versus, yeah. oh, hey, Odie, go ahead, can you turn that reverb on? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Moons, turn the delay down. You know, like, it Damn. was Even the compressors, yeah, too. the compressors yeah. and the EQs Give me some shit, more so. attack, less yeah, gate, you know, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know this team, is all huh? foreign to a lot of you guys, but... Oh, but. but it's just it, you know saying that to say this and to answer your question, um, you know I love I love the digital I love the digital era. However, some of the analog gear I personally want to definitely start collecting more. And I'm I'm just I'm, I'm still mad at myself for selling my gear, man. And not not even just because of what it's worth, but because of the warmth in it. Like you said, the warmth and the sound in it. It's yeah. just, it's un it's unmatchable by any means. Why'd you sell it? <sighs> you know what. So my rent was due, right? Hell <laughs> out. This is what I want to hear. I want to hear the crack. No, no, I'll be real. The come up. I'll be I real. No, I'll be real. Uh, yeah, you know, motherfuckers struggled in and out. Um, you know, I had I had a I had a lot of a lot of decent placements at the time, but to be all honest, I haven't talked about this, but um a lot of people who know me know about the story. I had poor management um early on in my twenties. And um because of that, um I was being you know, I was being, you know, blindsided by a lot of lot of a um, lot of foul paperwork and stuff. So if for example, I was getting like a lot of big credits with big names, but in the process I'm being handed a thousand dollars and I'm thinking, Oh shit, you know, I'm fresh out of prison, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to get my life together. A thousand dollars off of music is great. Mm. Not realizing that it was a lot more than that. And I'm being pretty much, you know what I'm saying, taken advantage of, you know, so wholeheartedly. So, you know, I wasn't really, you know, I was young. I wasn't really spending my money in the right places. Yeah. I used to car club a lot and, you know, be out kicking it and, you know, doing, you know, yeah. stuff. Did you have a whip? Huh? Did you have a whip? Yeah, I, had a, uh, I had an Ultima and I had a 64 Impala. Okay. Yeah. What color, dog? Yeah, uh, the Ultima was uh, blue. It was like a, it was a candy, candy blue. I forgot exactly what. What, because you know, what candy house of colors they have different, like, like blues. Yeah. I forgot exactly what blue, oriental blue, excuse me. Okay. It was candy, oriental blue, now that I remember. And then I had a, a candy apple green Impala. Damn. Yeah. And candy. I sold, right? yeah, candy. That so now the Impala candy wasn't running. Green. It was just sitting in the garage. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I was out riding every day. No. <laughs> it had right, some Dayton's yeah, on no it. switches or it what? Had, it had no switches yet. I was building it. But um, but it was an SS and it was a convertible and it was painted. I had it painted. I had all the chrome redone. I had the engine, the engine done. It had no transmission. The top looked like a fat girl's bra. It just was coming apart. Like it, just, it was a pork in progress. And then you know some stuff was going down. Um, I ended up getting kicked out of that house. Uh, shout out to my boy T John Annex. Uh, we ended up living out of. I got we got booted out of our recording studio in Compton because someone unfortunately lost their life on the same street um, and caused a lot of problems. So we left that. We ended up moving, physically moving into our studio in Burbank. And um, just from there, things kind of went downhill. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Was it popping in Burbank? Well, it was popping, but, like, we, we were making good money. But, like, you know, running recording studios, I've been running recording studios um, 
for a majority of my life. Now, now, do you set up the recording studios? Like, you know how to physically just put. put like, if together? I say, yo, Sav, can you put together this, build a studio for absolutely, me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you, you, Moon's been in my studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, everything I studio. build, including the booth. You know, that shit ain't easy, man. Because I had dudes back in the day. I don't know if it's the same, but remember the quarter inch plug in? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, you, I would have this guy build my studio, the um, the bachelor pad mm-hmm. studio, <laughs> and, and wire by wire, dude. Like, we didn't go buy a big ass, you know, bunch of snakes. Yeah. We just had him wire by wire, solder it. Oh, see, now, I'm, not that, I'm not that fucking good. Did all that. <laughs> That's pretty like, talented. Hey, just get the tape or what? But I did, I did, Um, well, I bought, well, because, you know, we live in a digital era now, so you yeah. can get things, you can get things cables, kind of pre-made. Huh? Yeah, yeah, this was back in the nineties. <laughs> but um, I had a uh, I had a patch bay made. Oh, dope. So the patch bay was made. Um, I actually had a friend who builds booths, and he came and he quoted me. I think he quoted me like sixty five hundred. He's like, I'll build the booth, same size. You you've been in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, same size booth. He's like, sixty five hundred. I'll come build it. I said, man, you know, fuck this shit. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look up on YouTube how to build. I couldn't find nothing on how to build. Uh, build Studio. recording booths. So I had the Reddit blog and all this shit, but I figured it out. Like the main soundproof um, insulation inside of a booth is uh, fireproof. You get it right at fucking Home Depot. Crazy. That's the main fireproof. Ins- the fire. The fire sealant. It's fire. Uh, what is it? Um. Insulation, fire insulation. Yeah. Right, right, right. right home, that's that's soundproof. That's what deadens any room, yeah, basically. So you just you just build a frame, you put some goddamn uh yeah. some drywall up. I learned how to drywall on YouTube. Shout out to YouTube University. <laughs> exactly. I got my bachelor's degree so, there. Uh, I got my oh. master's, bro. I ain't graduated. Right now. <laughs> I ain't graduated yet because I'm still confused when I watch a YouTube video. But long <laughs> story short, I figured out how to do the booth. I yeah. built the booth. Everything for I think just over three grand myself. So I saved some money. Damn. You know, patch man and everything. And then, you know, but yeah, I know how to hook up gear and all that too. Like I said, it's just yeah, I've been a nerd for this shit for a long hey, time. Hey, let me ask you something, man, on the booth side. So I remember building my booth, right? And this thing was small and to the I mean, it was a little corner. I was in an apartment. I was in a condo. Right. So I was limited on space. So I built my little, I forgot how big it was, maybe a four or five, I mean, it wasn't that big, but I had all the padding in right, there right. and everything. Padding's expensive, bro. bro. I think I spent like 1500 just on fucking I'm, padding. I'm saying, so it was small, but there was no ventilation in there. So cats would come over. I mean, some of your favorite artists would come in that booth and they'd come out fucking sweaty, dog, <laughs> oh, after yeah. one verse. So they already knew when they came to my pad a second time, uh-huh. they had to knock their shit out. Right. Get in and get out, otherwise they were going to be, you know, sweating all over yeah. my, sweat my shit, bro. Yeah, mine, mine does you have ventilation yeah. in yours? It does not have ventilation. Nah, yeah, there you go. You'll be sweating in Saz booth too, dog. <laughs> you can there too. But I had, I had this one, uh, I think my white body, it was a, uh, it was a fucking, uh, like a, a dehumidifier, some little small one. That was in the booth for probably 24 hours before somebody kicked it over. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, okay, you just got to sweat this shit out. But what I tried to do was build it because I have a friend, my mentor who taught me how to engineer, um, his name's T.J. Ang my boy man uh, Seasoned vet man He's worked with everybody From Ice Cube To Boosie mm. T.I. So if you've seen me With any big famous rapper It's usually because I got through the, through the him Okay But, uh, but anyway uh, You know So I, he's six foot seven So I wanted Damn. him To be able to come in the booth So I tried to build it As tall as possible But in the process Also I didn't know That when, the way I built it I actually made it Wheelchair accessible so nice. I had, oh no shit, so that's dope. Had no idea. Shout out to my bro Big Temps He comes over there I was gonna say yeah too. Big Temps huh? Yeah that's my guy Yeah but I had no idea until he came over and he rolled right in there and he was like, "Bam, let's go, baby." Like, that's my boy, man. Shout out to Big Ten, shout out to Crime Family. Well, good looking out to you for being, you know, what I'm saying, 
accessible. Oh, man. We got to, man. Man, that's what's up. Are you catching all this, Crystal, over oh, there? Yeah. All this. I am. You know. Despite what the chat says. By the end of the day, <laughs> the the day she's going to build a studio for us. Oh, you're going to know how to pull yeah, a studio. Well, I'm, I'm tripping out on what you said because it's all about the music nerds. Like, that's right. what separates these analog cats from the digital ones where, you know, digital is easier, more accessible to do. And there's a lot of people doing it. But not to say that they got the ear for it. Music nerds are what, you know, set it right. apart yeah. when you're really into it, when you can, you know, you're, you're coaching yourself up on these things. Right. Even with DJs, DJs are music fucking nerds. Right. That's why they could play all these different, you know, if you're Someone versatile. used to always tell me, uh, a DJ friend actually would always say that we, like, the people who record music, produce music, yep. write music, all these DJs, we're like the cool nerds. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody just doubts us completely until we start making it successful. They're like, oh, you're never going to make it. And then they think that they could do it, but it's like, right. but you're not trained the same way because right. you're not a music nerd. You're just a clout chaser, baby. Right. It, it, <laughs> you just want the, the clout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, is it, would you say, in your eyes, is it easier to make it as a DJ or as a rapper? Uh, That's just off the top of the head, I'll, off the cuff. Man, to be honest, uh, definitely not as a rapper. And the reason being because uh, I just read an article. I can't, I, don't quote me correctly. I don't know if it was Rolling Stone or what, but there was, a, there was an article that just came out recently and they said, that every day 15 million songs are uploaded to streaming services in over 12.5. How many? 15 million every yeah. day. Wow. And over 12 million are rap songs. Damn it. Everybody's a rapper. Everybody's Everybody a rapper. rap now. There used, to be a, there used to be a saying you could throw a rock and hit a rapper. Now you can blink and see one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, and, and the thing is, like, and I, and I love hip hop. Like, I love I love to rap. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and that actually came on later on. So, you know, back to, like, you know, the producing. Yeah. I got into engineering. Um, and really just because, I, you know, I used to go to sessions and I, I hated engineers who just had a dope personality. Like, yeah. if we ain't here to create, like, I don't want you to be like, so what do you think? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. talk to me. Not do that shit again, These bro. are the engineers that came with the studio? <laughs> well, just, you know, yeah, be in yeah. different studios. Like, I, I, like, I'm, you know, I talk loud, bro. I'm, I'm loud. I'm obnoxious sometimes. Some people love me. Some people hate me. Right. You know? And that's fine. But I'm me, you know? Yeah. But it's like, I like to have a certain energy when I'm creating with people. And I think that's why certain people love to, a lot of people love to work I with I work with a lot of engineers like that back in the day, in the early days, man. You know, one engineer that sticks out, though, he was really vibrant. His name was Stoker. Stoker okay. was the engineer for... Ice Cube's American De uh, Death Certificate, oh, America's yeah, Most Wanted, in Paramount right there. That's right. where we recorded Brown and Proud album. Right. And so he ended up being our shit. And he's that one that's on uh, No Vaseline. Um, um, I, I saw this motherfucker named Ice Cube. Uh, I'm right oh, at the beginning. He's yeah, the only okay. motherfucker with it. With it. Yeah. Right. And anyway, he was, I was like, no shit. I go, man, we got a fucking legend. But he was dope. He was a funny motherfucker. He was a, oh, and he was one of the members, trip on this. Of uh, who's that? Who sang that song? Uh, tenderness, oh tender. Look it up. It's an '80s song. Okay. And General Public, I think oh, that's okay. the group. The name whatever. Sounds hella familiar. He was one of the musicians in okay. that group as well. So man, I'm soaking all this up as a youngster. But I feel you though. I've also had some deadbeats in the in the studio where they're just. They're clock, clock watchers. watchers. Clock, oh my god! I talk. Watchers. Everybody, anybody watching this who knows me, I talk about that. Like, like, look, I expect because I run studios, I do studio time. I don't clock watch. However, if someone's gonna be here at eight and your shit's over at seven yeah. or eight, just be mindful of their time. Like I would have them be mindful of yours. Now, right. if, if if we're vibing and all that, it go, and you can be a little late because sometimes I don't want to just jump right to work. I don't. I never want it to feel like work. Right. I want it to be natural. However, you know, we still handle business, get the business out the way, but. You know, that was one thing that used to drive yeah. me nuts, too. We're in there trying to be creative. And oh, just so you know, you got five minutes left. Like, God mm. damn, like, what, do you want us to pack up now? Well, not <laughs> only that, it's either that or they're wasting your time by smoke breaks. And right. they're killing time.
time so they can get paid more. Why? It's like, you know, we had a joke. I remember. I do a lot of smoke breaks, but I still get shit done. Don't blame the weed, baby. Yeah, I remember I was in the studio with Baker Boys back in the day. I remember Nick and Eric, and they were out there, and I was like, come on, man. And they made a joke. They were like, hey, man, you know, I got to get paid, man. I got to get paid. Like, in other words, I'm going to kill your studio time. And no diss to them. It was a funny joke that they would say because they worked with some of those type of engineers as well. Right. But they would just clock kill the time, man, just so they can get. Because some of them are paid hourly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, whatever well, and, it is. And, and being an engineer, now I do understand it's a service for hire, um, but but you still have to manage the time well. And the one thing that I used to catch on to, like even though I wasn't very, very educated on how like certain editing and, and you know, mixing and stuff like that was, I would see certain things where, because I pay attention to everything. My eyes are always like focused in, right? Mm-hmm. And that just comes from our environments and shit. I'm always being aware, okay? right? But I'm watching, okay, why did I watch you delete and re, why did I watch you delete <laughs> something three times? The exact same piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, so what you're doing is, because no one else is really paying attention. They're smoking their weed. They're chilling. They're over here. The bitches over here. You know, all this shit's going on. You just over here, you're killing time. Right. You're deleting the same shit three times. So I just, I paid attention. And to not like undoing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just you know, delete, you're delete, just, delete. But they're just wasting time, like you said, you know. And, and just after a while of that, bro, I just was like, you know, I finally met, you know, my boy T, who was one of the best, the most coolest engineers I ever met because he was funny. We used to crack jokes and stuff like that. And then, you know, I just went under his wing for over 10 years, man, him and my boy V Dollars, who we, you know, we started our company, VST Music Group, together. Um, you know, and just being around them guys who were already seasoned doing what they do. And, and that's where I kind of, you know, got my gift in engineering from. Yeah. And then in doing so, in that process, back back on when, you know, we were homeless living in our studio, this guy named Sly Piper used to come by. Very talented writer. A lot of people don't know who he is. He's uh, He's been a ghostwriter at Aftermath for like the last probably 15, 20 years. Okay. So yeah, he sure. actually wrote... Um, Kush, the Kush record. Yeah. So with Snoop, Dre, and Akon, and mm-hmm. actually his Dope voice, is, his voice is hold up. Wait, that's talk that's box, it. ain't it? No, that's actually him. Well, I think Kush there's an effect on, it, but that's actually his voice. Okay. Yeah, I thought okay. That was so he wrote the record, Dre just liked his voice. So when he used to come by and you know be around us and stuff like that, he would be like, "Sad man, you you make beats, you do all this shit, you're around singers and rappers all the time. Why don't you do this shit?" I mean, I don't want to be a fucking artist, man. It's too yeah. much work. Because you're concentrating on being a producer well, yeah. and, and like, engineer. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I kind of like being behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can fucking party and go to fucking bed. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't got to fucking be on camera tomorrow. You know, it was just, it wasn't my focus. Cause, but also, I know, too, because I was preaching and coaching to a lot of artists I was working with. Like, okay, you need to think about branding. You need to market. Like, you know, if you're going to shoot a video, don't shoot a fucking cheap-ass video. Mm. Do it right. Promote it. Do it. Like, I'm trying to give people all these game plans and nobody's fucking yeah. listening. Yeah, trying to mold so, the artist, yeah. So it's like, and then finally, you know, I started working on some shit because he would get songs placed. You know, he was, he was he's written for a lot of big records and stuff like that. So I would give him songs, like, hoping uh, hoping somebody would pick it. Man, I'm writing songs all this shit. He's like, I'm like, hey, man, uh, slide anything, anybody picking anything up? Nope, not yet. See, I told you I shouldn't be a rapper. This ain't for me. <laughs> Ended up with a whole fucking project. Long story short, turned out to be my first album. Been rapping since. No shit. So, how, how many videos you got out now, man? Man, it's a lot. I don't know. Just on your own self. Uh, solo, probably about thirty. What was your biggest, biggest, uh, biggest video? was winning. Winning, yeah. Go check uh, out winning. If shout you out winning. Did it. It's almost two million views. Which is crazy because I never thought I would ever get 200 views off of a fucking rap video, and then here we yeah, are. You know, and it's, it's it's cool, man. It's 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 different. Um, the thing is with me, I love to do it. Um, I'm I'm a businessman first, so you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. As long as people aren't screaming at me to put the mic down, I'm gonna just keep talking my shit. You know? Right. What's but, a what's an average day for you? Start from start to finish. Start to finish. So usually usually I'm waking up in the morning, getting my kids ready. Um, and that's usually around seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, if my lady's not already doing it. And then uh, 
from there, I'm usually jumping in the studio about eight o'clock, um, pick, you know, p- putting melodies together, playing melodies, just mm. trying to you know get some get some beats started or something. If if I can, if not, I'm usually jumping on mixes until about noon. By then, I've already ate some pancakes with some peanut butter. I don't know why that's my shit. You know, it's kind of a penitentiary. <laughs> pancakes and peanut butter. Every Thursday in Folsom, you know what I'm saying? That's the uh, torta But no, uh, no, back in the day, shit. But uh, no, but you know, usually I have my breakfast and shit, and then by noon or one, man, I'm running sessions till three or four in the morning. Usually every day. Usually every day. From one p.m. on. One p.m. on. Twelve hour days. Four in the morning. But then you know, but I'm not gonna make it unrealistic. So like, I'll make sure that there's breaks like throughout the day. So like, okay, like between five and seven, maybe. Yeah. You gotta take a break. You gotta chill. Yeah. No, because my ears, because I get ear fatigue. Right. You know, and some people don't know what ear fatigue is, and I always explain. Well, the best way to explain ear fatigue is like if you ever gone swimming and you get like you can't hear shit. Yeah. That's how it is, and it's like it's like a bitch waiting for it to pop, but there's no water in there. Yeah. Fucking, Mm. you need to go fucking watch TV on mute. <laughs> That's usually, so true. Yeah, I usually do that a lot too. <laughs> it's like because yeah. after, especially when you hear a track for so one track for like hours, it's like, and then right. you, you you know you get in mix mode and you're going, all right, let me, you know what? Rather than rush this shit, yeah. I'm gonna come back tomorrow with fresh ears, as I, we used I to call say it all the time. Fresh and, ears, and, and you know, yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, and that's my belief too. Is um, you know, just not not forcing anything either, letting it flow naturally, and then. But there is those moments when we are in there working. You know, regardless of who I'm working with, um, you know, and it could be from the the blue check famous people who come to my recording studio to the guy who's just starting off, or to the guy who's been striving for years and just can't can't get ten thousand views. You know, right. everybody gets the same treatment, and I'm just trying. I try to help everybody out the best I can. I don't have it all figured out. But, you know, just from everything that I do know, I just I really genuinely try to help people. And, and one thing I hear from a lot of people who work with me is that they can sense the genuity in that. You know, it's mm. like I genuinely want to help people. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's still a business. Yes. You know, this is how I survive. You know, let's take care of business, but then let's have fun and let's really create. Right. And if I can help you, I'll help you. You know, I'm not I'm not here to break nobody down. Like, even if you're not the best rapper. OK, I'm not going to tell you how, how much you suck. I'm going to tell you what you should work on. Right. You know, Especially when it's your name on the beat. Right. Because that matters too. And that's the other thing. That's well, even not on the beat. So another thing I figured out too is like with a lot of engineers, it's such a pimp and hoe transaction. Pay me my money. Here's your studio time. Get the fuck out. You know, but what they're not realizing that if you treat every record with some attentive like discipline and like really try to help that record, mm-hmm. if that shit takes off, your name's attached to it. That's still a plaque, dude. Right. They don't know. They don't realize that. See, and I think that's the problem today with these newer generation rappers, bro. Not to shit on old buddy, but it is what it is. You just said it. They just want to get in, fucking get yeah. it, and have it up the next morning right. on YouTube. Right. And you know, we come back from the day come from the days where it's like, like you just said, it's got to be promotion before everything's got to be a setup. Right. Everything's got to be marketing. But it's just today's world doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. We're just well, Instant. you know, it's, and what it is is, um, it's the uh, instant gratification. Yeah. So now just in society and the way everything is, everybody wants instant gratification. You know, it's not like, let me plan this out. Let me let me build this up and let me work it. You know what I'm saying? Like let, let me just let me just hurry up and show you that I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the funny thing is right. it looked if you get online, it, it looks like I haven't been doing shit for the last six months until you see what comes out next month and next month next month. You know what I'm saying? But mm, like yeah. I don't care for instant gratification. There's certain people I work with, I try to instill that in them like Fuck social media, bro. They're not going nowhere. We might lose some followers and shit, all that shit, whatever. But as soon as we come back hard, man, they're gonna be they're gonna be right back on it. Yeah. You well, know? that's the hope. A lot of uh, the way this shit moves now with the instant gratification, right. with this microwave society, it's like if you're not putting shit out there constantly, it's almost like the, the your audience will forget about you. you go to unless, the bottom of the yeah. barrel. Unless you're a Beyonce, unless you're a right. Re, where it's like right. their fans are waiting yeah. for their shit years right. and yes. years on. Right. But if you're just up and coming, it's like you have to stay relevant, right? That's the whole keeping sure. up. Remember when Beyonce would just drop a record? 
record without promotion. <laughs> like it just. Oh, did you hear what happened last so night? Drop that shit. That's kind of what she does. Like I think for everything, right? Like she just kind of plops yeah. it out. Went to Dubai, made twenty six million. Didn't even tell us. You know what? You know what I mean? Real quick. Performed. How yeah, dare she? Yeah. I agree though. I agree though. I mean, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I mean, there's no way you can be an upcoming artist and try to have a Kendrick Lamar attitude and think you're just gonna drop every two, two years. There's no way. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like yeah. people are gonna forget about you like that. However, like like I said, even with the instant gratification, just you don't have to. You don't have to completely fall back, but you really need to put thought into shit. And the problem is with instant gratification, there's no thought into it. No. Right. There's no thought into the videos. How many people are shooting at the same goddamn peer space? How many people are shooting at the same fucking alleyway with the same, same, like there's <laughs> no creativity. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. There's no creativity, it. you know, no. more. And, and people get mad at me when I talk my shit, but hey, I'm speaking facts, bro. Like, cause I really do this shit every day. And the thing is, bro, what separates me from a lot of people who do this shit, they're in the studio once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. I'm in this motherfucker every Every day, bro. Right. And I work with over 50, 60 Cooking. clients on a week. Yes. Baseless. So you and, know what and, you're and doing. 42 of them might be whack. It might not go nowhere, but there's at least an eight or nine pack in there that might take off. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, I do this shit every day. When you uh. sit back and you think you're just a rapper guy, like, yeah, I'm rapping, I'm rapping. Yeah. You know, I've seen 15 of y'all this week. Yeah. Right. You live it and breathe it. You're I a true artist. And, and, there's uh. no, and there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. But yeah. the thing is, it's like you have to understand you're not the only you're not the lone soldier out here with the with the with the with the rap fucking horse on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Nah, but they're trying to get to the finish line as quick as possible. Right. They're they're rushing the process because they want to be like the they, they just want the title like, well, I'm a rapper because I got this single out on YouTube, right. and then they go change the insta bio, then they start you know trying right. to sell themselves. So that's what it, their the end game is: just hurry up, become an artist, so I can start making. Something. Well, and here's the problem, too, and I'm going to state this because I haven't said this yet, too. One of the real shit, because like I said, I work with so many artists. I've had so many artists, new artists come in recently, and I ask them, why do you want to rap? Why do you want to do music? Oh, I'm just in it for the money. Oh. Played. Well, here's a reality check. Good luck, because yeah. there's not much fucking money in this shit until you're popping off. Exactly. Well, that goes back to the rappers that are on the video screens flaunting all that shit, right. flexing. It makes the youngster yeah. think, oh, that's the way right. I want to live. Fake flexing, Today's right. society. Hey, Fake flexing. I've been flexed on videos. You know, but the thing is, too, is like, I, but, but you have to understand, like, and this is what I try to just teach artists, too, but you're right, though, because even when we look at it, we might look at it like, okay, I know this is what's going to sell the video, right? But then it could be like, well, I'm kind of misleading shit too, because now it's seeming like the, the the person watching this might be like, oh, he's making money off of music, or or strictly off of just rapping. When really, it's a multitude of things. It's yeah. investments. It could be a rental property. Right. It could be other shit. Drugs, trapping, trapping, still trapping. There's people. There's people that have investors around them. I mean, you know, there's people. You know that that have. Certain people around them to put money into them, which, you know, is perfectly fine. But it's just understanding the process in this. A wise man once told me, he said, don't do this for the money, and that's when the money will come. And the right. minute I stop doing it for the money, I still don't do it for the money. And guess what? Every day I make money. There you go. Yeah. Amen you know? to that. But that's why the fake flexing has these fools, you know, going right. going for it rapidly because it's like, oh, that fool's paid, and he just started, just started. Rap like, they don't yeah. see the come up. They don't see the... The blood, well, sweat, and tears. They yeah. never do. Like you know, no yeah. one, no one, no one, no one asked Leonardo DiCaprio how many times he got told no at an audition. Yeah, they're just like, oh my god. Wolf but he loved it. He loved to do what he does, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. How many returning rappers have you seen that that no non-returning rappers? You know, because they think they're going to make money, and then after their second round, oh, they're like, this ain't bro, for me. Bro, to be honest, it's so funny you just mentioned that, because I was going through my text today. I scroll back, because for some reason, I don't delete shit. It's <laughs> habit, because on the computer, I try right. not to delete shit, because yeah. it's just, you never know, It's right? important, yeah. But I scroll through some messages. I have DMs, or not DMs, but texts from, from artists from over a year and a half ago that I haven't heard from since. 
So, I mean, it's just, it's, I can't even count. Yeah, it's like, what happened to this? Like, and then maybe you'll well, go check what out. what it is, too, like, damn, that's actually a really good question because it's, it's a lot. It's really a lot. I'd say probably in the last year, at least 15, 20. Well, it goes with, with any business that you try to start. It, yeah. You think it's a fast-making money business. That's right. my point, what we're talking yeah. about. Like, artists think they, it's just so easy they to come in. They think it's a get-rich-quick scheme. And then, they, yeah, and they throw it up on YouTube, and it's like, okay, I haven't, so I haven't even had to got any views. And, right. Bro, it's like there's more than that than well, just throwing a the video up. Than, it's a lot more than that, too. And then even the other funny thing is, too, like, like don't get me wrong when I say this. I'm, I'm very proud that I was able to, you know, accumulate a million views, you know, and, and do some do some M's on some streams. But one reality, see, one thing, the way I like to operate is I never put myself into a sense of comfort because I feel like the more uncomfortable I am, the more hu the more hungry I'll stay. Mm. You know, it's just kind of some self-discipline shit that I, I put myself through. You know, not everybody, that might not work for everybody else. But even when I look at it, when you value like, when you or not when you value, but when you when you actually really consider the amount of people in the IE in Southern California and Riverside County, just in SoCal period, LA County alone, a million views is and shit. There's over 20 million people in LA County alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So, because I've had, but you got to think too, this is also stemming from artists who, well, you got a million views and he got 10 million or 5 million views and 2 million views. I'm like, but I'm thinking like, that's really not shit. Yeah. I think like 5%. People, it's great. No, don't get me wrong. It's a great accomplishment. And I don't want to sit here and try to downplay my own accomplishments because I never thought I would ever have a thousand views as a rapper, bro. Yeah. I thought I'd be a producer and an engineer bigger than anything before being a, a, a notable rapper on that level. But to look at it, like, let's, like, let's be honest with ourselves. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When fucking Riri drops a video, that's what, like 10 million views in an yeah. hour? Easy. Like, Easy. Now you're making money. You know, so, I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just it's just being in a sense of, of honesty with ourselves, too. And I just want artists to know that. Like, okay, if you're going to be in this game, realize the playing field. There's 12 right. million rappers uploading songs right now. Right, right. How is your shit going to sound better than theirs? Right. Or different than theirs. What are you going to do? And so get your mind off the money because before I ever made a dime doing this shit, bro, it was just because I love to do it. At the end of the day, Sav, yeah, Sav did it in passion, the building, motherfucker. Speaking, yeah, speaking uh, jams yeah, right now. He did speaking that. facts. It's so true. It's so true. Like this podcasting, man. I, this is what I do. I, I love it. I, I, I grab hey, the experience, man. I'm fucking proud of you guys. But, you know, the homegirls, y'all got the whole shit. <laughs> nah, man. I got the right squad because they get it. This is a squad back here. Like, y'all can't you even know? see on camera. Like, there's a whole team in here. This, we got this guy over here with food for us and shit. <laughs> 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 He's like, wait, no, hell no. That was for me. <laughs> no, but this is how it is, bro. You got to have yeah. people that, number one, are reliable, the one you can depend on. Right. And not only that, they believe in the same dream. You know what right. I'm saying? And I go after people that I believe in. Right. So if I believe in you and you believe in what, what I'm doing, it's going to be a win-win. Right. I ain't got to sit there and try to coach you. You know, if you, I'm, I might have to, you know, a couple things here or there, but if you want to do it, you're going to learn that much faster. Right. Absolutely. And it's, it's been success so far, man. Well, you know, so, the yeah. thing is too, like, you know, even on the podcasting, like I mentioned to you before, you know, I just started mine last, last year. Yeah. And dope setup too. You know, by the way. Thank you, but yeah. it's not nothing like this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, but you, but it's trial and error. You know, but it's like it's just getting into it. Before I even bought the the road, you know what I'm saying? I did over seven months of research just on podcasts alone. Now I already liked them, mm. but I didn't realize exactly what I was getting into. So I did seven months of strict like research on how this works, how the equipment works, everything. Show. Before I even bought the ship. Then got it, got into it. Like I said, the first episode was a complete disaster, yeah. right? Because it was like, you know, it was a one-hour episode that took four hours to do. You know, first the mics weren't on, then yeah. the camera was off. Like, I didn't know what the fuck. And I you was were doing, doing it all by yourself. Yeah, well, ten, kind of, sort of. I had my boys kind of helping me out. But, but it was blindly but the really blind. But really, it was mainly me trying to figure this shit out. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're going to do a podcast. And, the, and my, my team was like, well, all right, he said he's going to do a podcast. Yeah. 
You know, but we did it. I got 54 episodes in in one year. Trial and error, you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was a journey, but I really enjoyed doing it. And it's like, you know, anything that you really apply yourself to that you do, you know, um you can really do it, but you just have to go for it, you know? Absolutely. But being in the being in the podcast world too and just seeing what you guys are doing with the blockout, man. Like I'm proud of you. I'm I'm honored Thank to be you. here, man. And it's like you said, it's only the beginning. And the one thing I learned about podcasting too that's different from the music game Podcast, fuck with podcast. Mm. Yeah, definitely collabs, like, like, bro. It's, it's, harder for, it's harder for me and Moons to be like, hey, man, he dope in music, woo, woo, and, and he popping, but maybe for him to embrace us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> and I got, when we started doing this, man, like hella love, like shout outs, like even like our circle, like Tony A, Rodian yeah, Radio, shout out to man. Tony A is giving too. me a lot of game. Yeah, um, who else? Uh, Hoodstock, shout outs to my boy Lucky. Like, okay. cast that I was on as yeah. an artist. Right. I, you know, I planned, I told him, I said, look, man, I'm planning on doing this. All right, man, hit me up. We know everything. Gil, American Cholo, like all Shout you know, out to Gil. And I'm meeting more Gil. and more as we go along. By the way, another shout outs to uh, on the super chat, Bobby Abundus, man. Thanks That's for that donation, bro. He dropped 20 on us. Oh, big, yeah. big Bobby, Live Magazine, bro. I see you, man. That's old school yeah. shit if you know. But, yeah, man, like going back to what I was saying is is we why can't we all come up, man? And there's so many. There's going to be, that, if not already, that many podcasters as there are artists, like you say. Oh, it's, it's the same out. shit. It's funny you mention that. And this ain't the beginning. No, not at all. But it's funny because since we're transitioning into that, into that topic, which is a really good topic because – when I got into podcasting, at, at the end of 2022, we're now in 2023, there was currently like 1.1 active podcasts in the entire world. There you go. Now, here's the thing. That ain't shit. <laughs> Not compared to the rappers. <laughs> what? Come on. I'm talking 12 Hold million on. We songs got a, we a got day. call here, Sav. We got a, you might want to talk to Sav. Did it. Let's pot him up. Hey, what's going on? You're on the Blackout Podcast on this Monday. What's up? What's up with it? I just wanted to give a shout out to Sav. I wanted to say, man, he, he got the good heart for the industry. Oh, wait, hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Chances. Oh, I didn't even have go, no go, headphones. Go, 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 go. Sorry, player. I left my headphones at home. No. <laughs> What's up? Who's this, man? Yo, yo. I just wanted to step in anonymously. That's what's And up? just say that uh, I've actually met uh, Sav in person, and I know that he got a lot of heart for the people out there. I, I just, I've seen him in work, and he does have a lot of passion for it. And, it's a good thing to see him out there with you, ODM. Shout out to the OG ODM. Hey, shout Thank out to you, you my boy. God bless you, bro. Thank you, man. See, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, like love. love, bro. Love. That was love. Stay up, bro. Thank you, man. He said anonymous. Yeah. 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 That's love. That's what's up, dude. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's why we keep doing it, bro. More positivity like that. That's what yeah. we need. The number's right there, 951-293-4180. I had the uh, the phone accidentally on Do Not Disturb, but I got it on now. So. <laughs> we can't get through. Everyone <laughs> calling in. Let's handle this last sponsor real quick. Yeah. That's you good. with it? Yeah. All right, so shout out to for this photographer. His name's Shooter. Shooter the photographer he goes by. You can follow him on Instagram at Shooter underscore photography with two Ys. Uh, he's a car enthusiast slash car builder that showcases his cars when he's finished with them. Uh, and he's also throwing events Saturday, March 18th in Corona, California from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's a 420 festival, 420 event type thing. It's going to have like low riders. You know, he's, he's naming us a bunch of dope stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, just make sure you get your tickets and we'll put the link in the bio. So shout, shout out to Shooter. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll drop that down in the description for you guys. Matter of fact, I'll do it right here in just a few. So. Thank you, Shooter, man. You guys go check out that event. And yeah, he invited us out to yeah, come through, right? Yeah, he told us to pull up. He said they're going to have food. You know, <laughs> you down, Danny? They have tortas. You see Danny smell so big? Yeah, you see the tortas? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's hungry right <laughs> there. Like, before what wings? <laughs> 
Damn. There you go. He's going to the home cooked tortillas when he gets done for <laughs> Oh, we got another car. Oh, that was a fire. I think we, uh, let's go to Tucson, Arizona. What's up? You're on the Blackout Podcast. This is Leatherface. In the flesh, pun intended. <laughs> what it do, man? You're on with uh, Sav Did It. What's up, player? And, and the rest of the Blackout AKA, crew. Hey, it's Leatherface, a.k.a. the Mexican Ed King. <laughs> you said Mexican what? Nat King. Ed Dean. Ed Dean? The original Leatherface. The original oh, Leatherface. Shit. There you go. Damn. Leatherface, man. Shit, you talking about in, um, what was the name of the uh, movie? Texas Chain. Thank you oh, for Texas that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, shit, man. Mm-hmm. What yes, sir. Movie. What's going on in Arizona, brother? Now, I just want to say, I, I want to say what's up to the Block Boys. I want to say what's up to Sav Did It. And Sav, last but not least, hey, Blockiana. 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 Hey. She's she looking like a sexy character off the Matrix right now. <laughs> Matrix? They call it I got we got Matrix, we got Terminator 3. <laughs> Keep it coming. We got the leather jacket and the shades and all. And the pigtails. You can't really tell because it's black on she black. She got the Wednesday pigtails. <laughs> she got the Wednesday. She's ready to throw them balls. <laughs> hey, but uh, I, I got a question for Sav Diddy. What's up, brother man? Hey, dog, so you do all your beats, or do you sometimes work with others that, that, that yeah, give you to beats, be honest, or do you do all your own every, music? Every album I've, I've released from my first one to the last two, um, I've done every single beat. Uh, the only ones I haven't done wow. the beats completely on is on the group project, so that'll be the VST Space Music album, and that's it. That's really it. So every other beat I've, I've done myself. Um, however, I do have a, a new EP coming out probably in April or May, and I'm doing absolutely none of the beats. I'm only doing some of the mixing. Why is that? Because I want hey, to try very, something hey, different. Man. Man. Okay. You're, yeah, I got, I got critical yeah, you're, you're very beats talented, on there. My and, boy, uh, I see like a wide range of beats on there on, on your songs and shit, so I was wondering, but... Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So, you know, I mean, I, I really love the West Coast sound. Um, if you ever go back and listen to my old shit, you know, I love the West Coast sound, but then my biggest song is a trap song. So it's like, it's... it's yeah, like, like, like I noticed like, that... Uh, I think on I think on your song on site that sounds like straight up real yeah, West Coast right that there. Yeah, on site. That was G-Funk shout out to Yeah, like G-Funk, Wild Out, that was some dope ass shit right there. But but then Thank like Fast Life, that was more like of a smooth beat right there though. I love that shit right there. That, that yeah, was dope, man. Yeah, those those were all done by yours truly, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I'll put together. Hey, but one last question bro. I had for you, dog, was the product of the game. There's like a small little sample on there, and it's like a little sound. Yeah, it was and a little. It sounds flute. like it comes off a guitar. Thank what you, my it? boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm product of the game. Good looking out, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a little that's cool. I forgot, right there. I forgot where that's I sampled that from, but yeah, that was like probably the only thing in there I didn't do. Definitely. That shit was dope. Hey, man, thank you for supporting, brother. I got some amazing shit coming out next month, uh, March and April, man. Stay tuned, brother. I hope you enjoy it. Right on. You guys have a good night. Thank you. You, you too, too, bro. All right, Leatherface. Take care, brother. Appreciate you, man. That's what's up, man. I was bumping that song you did with uh, Doggy Styley, man. Okay. And talk about some other artists, man, you, you work with. Man, uh, the list is... Because I, I know you had your L.A. following, but right. then when you moved to I.E., you started fucking with the I.E. You know artists. what? And that's what's crazy because, yeah, I moved to the I moved to the I.E. Um, you know, me, me, me and my lady wanted to, you know what I'm saying, try, try different different scenery because, you know, it's just it's, it's, too, it's too expensive in L.A. For, for all the right reasons. But what's crazy, I came out to the I.E. and I, I didn't know anybody. Um, the first... Artist I started working with from the IE was Doggy Style. Okay, and that was crazy because he came across my radar because I've made a lot of old school G Funk beats, and um, 
And one of my boys was like, hey, you heard about this guy? Doggy Style, he out there and he out there in the IE, like really putting the thing from San Bernardino. And he raps over old school West Coast beats. And yeah, I, yeah. I make, I'm known for making those. You know, um, that shit was fire. And I was bro. like, you know what? Let me hit him up. So we ended up tapping in and we did that record together. Um, I actually had my homegirl Hooks to sung the hook. We did, we did, we originally recorded that song in Carson, um, uh, at this random ass studio. I forgot where. And, um, uh, and what's so funny, here's a funny story about that. My boy Tijon was the one who was engineering that session and he came to the studio in an Uber at the very end of the song. There's a guy saying, run me my fame, right? <sighs> I mean, he my- was his Uber driver. So he was telling the Uber driver, I hope this guy, I've, n- I've never found this guy ever since. He was telling his Uber driver, yeah, I'm going to the studio. And he's like, oh, I sing too. So he fucking walks in with his Uber driver, and the guy's like, I sing, I sing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So here we go with this shit, right? So the Uber driver's on the song? The Uber driver's on the song. He's the very last thing on the song. That's the only place I could fit him, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know his name or anything. Hey, you just made that motherfucker's day, man. If, if he hears that song, he, that's his voice at the end. I don't even know his name. <laughs> you like, were an Uber cut? driver from <laughs> yeah. Hawthorne to Yeah, what my royalties at? My cut at? I'll give him a cut gladly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a cut gladly. But, yeah, so if you ever listen to that song at the very end, there's a guy going, run me my fate. That's it. He was the Uber driver. So you ever do shows, story. man? Huh? You ever do shows? Yeah, I do. Um, last show I did, we'll see, we were, what well, we did, we did some shows in San Diego. Uh, before that, it was a Sugar Free and Drummer boy, okay. Uh, that was fun. We did that in Orange County, I think. Shout out to Drummer, um, another another dope artist I work with him and Charlie Stone. Um, yeah, Moons, you work with Drummer boy, right? yeah. I done Drummer's with him. great guy, man. Think about Drummer is he he's so like you know he's he's so professional and, and meticulous on the way he that he does his shit, but the way he handles his business is second to none. Like he's just he's just like he he's got it, he's got it figured out you know what I'm saying right the way he does his business and stuff and you know just he knows every, what his next move is he, future he, he, he knows what his his twelfth move is <laughs> and I love that about I love that about drummer and and, and his manager it just everybody everybody over there at, at you know his his whole squad man they just they got the shit together his engineers fa- fantastic um, and then Charlie Charlie's you know coming up under him too man and they're just doing their thing Charlie's amazing like just great great guys great guys to work with great guys to party with yeah. do shows with and and most of all be friends. With, man, they're great. You ever fucked around with uh like Doughboy 909? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. Swifty Blue? No, I haven't met those guys. Okay. Yeah. No, Who I haven't else? met those guys. Misfit. Yeah, Misfit Soto. Misfit. You ever met I'm Misfit? Familiar with Misfit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what's up, dude. I mean, I'm just try- trying to keep up with all these new yeah. artists, you know what well, I mean? Well, you know, they come out in abundance, but the thing is there's a lot of there's a lot of artists who are doing their thing, man, and I salute to them all because you know, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, it, it's so many artists that I've worked with have have catapulted to other other levels some I don't work with no more and they're just big or you know some I was lucky to even be in the presence of them you know what I mean right but it's just one thing I know about every artist so you know I might I might talk shit you know what I'm saying but it's really out of out of a good place it's really because I want everybody to grow you know and and, and in doing so I try to just tell artists you know what I'm saying just everybody's gonna tell you no all you need is you to tell you yeah you know what I mean right right and push that shit believe it but don't cut corners and the ones that you list off when you list off names of people doing it are the ones not cutting corners. Mm-hmm. I didn't shoot one music video, solo music video last year because I had other things going on. And to keep it a buck, my, my, my profits weren't in the right spot to where I could really push the shit I want. If I can't do it right, I'm not going to do it at all. That's right. I'll man. Wait. And you know, I know my fans and shit and everybody who supports me were, you know, a little bummed out that I didn't drop any visuals last year. And, you know, thank God for, you know, interviews and other shit to stay busy, you know, yeah. podcasting. Yeah. It saved my life. You know, at least I could stay in front of people's faces for a year, you know. But oh, yeah. but really that's what it is. Like if I can't do it right, I don't want to do it at all. I don't want to give anybody any half ass product, man. Hey Danny, what what's the question you had? If he worked with producer, what? 
I I have I have um I haven't done it in a while, but I'm I'm very open to doing it. I would love for um for any other producers to come uh you know come come collab with me, um you know I I have a lot of producer friends. So that's the thing with me is like I've never been a hater. I work with other engineers. I work with other producers. Um, Ace Beats is a producer I work with. Crack Baby Joe, my team, uh, Tijon Annex, V Dollars. I mean, multitudes of producers. Critical at Crime Family, um, great engineer and producer by the way, and just you know an endless list of people. So yeah, I'm always open to do it. The only thing that I, that I will call bullshit on is if you're not making your fucking melodies because i just had a situation like that recently where you know i mean we, we got to be on top of that like you mean like if they got their idea from somewhere else not if they got it from somewhere else because i know the difference between a sample and a rendition what i'm saying is is if if this is a if this is a, a loop yeah let me know before right. i put drums on it and then i give it to somebody with a blue check who's gonna really fucking do something with this you know what i'm saying yeah. like don't put me in a situation. So let me know if it's a sample and let I'm recreating know, it or something. Let me know what we're getting into. Like, cause I'm like, bro, like I'm the coolest motherfucker in the, you'll ever meet in the music industry. Just don't bullshit me. Right. You know? Hey, I found this online. I don't know whose it is. Let me know. Don't just be like, yeah, yeah, man. So I stayed in for four hours making this belly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell no. You got motherfuckers like, doing that, too. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then, I, then I come and I see your setup and you don't even have a keyboard. What pianos did you play? <laughs> you, know, like, you, you that good on a keyboard? Like a, like a, a typing keyboard? Yeah, yeah. Man, you know what I mean? Like, just don't bullshit. But yeah, producers, engineers, fuck with me, man. Let's go. I'm, I'm down to work, man. Shit, my boy Skinny, my boy Skinny's a multi-platinum producer for uh for NBA Youngboy, man. We did some records together and shit. They're just sitting on the drive. So yeah, I work with producers. I work with anybody. Did you say that? But you're not um, producing your own stuff coming out in April, right? Okay, so who, who I else have, is? I, I am slightly. So I'm doing what I have right now. I have an EP about to drop in a couple weeks. I don't want to say what it is yet because okay. it's been a secret project. But it's gonna it's gonna be the first one that comes out. It's very strategically themed and everything, and you'll see it from the album cover to the videos. Very strategic. So when it comes out, you'll understand why I'm waiting because I want shock value. All right. Okay? That's coming. I did produce every record on that. It's about eight records. So I did produce all that. It's a it's a um it's a project with me and one of my good friends. Um but we've been working on it for months. A lot of people don't know he's been in the studio. They don't think I've been working on shit. This shit's damn near done. We have mm. one song that we're waiting on one feature and it's done. So it goes back to what you were saying earlier. And you wonder why I haven't been posting shit because yeah. I've been cooking I'm up cooking. in this motherfucker. But that's Sorry. not the only thing. And then, you know, I did announce I have another project coming with my boy Tiny Gun and my boy Soul um, from L.A. They're, um, they're from 40s, you know what I'm saying? Great, great artists, man. They, they, they travel. They do a lot of good shit. We have a project coming. Um, short EP. Yeah. Um, another theme-based EP because everything I do, I want it to be – I want it to have a marketing – scheme behind it i don't right. want to i don't want to just put shit out like i'm done doing albums i just want to focus on eps get a good good body of work of eps out and then i'm just i'm just going straight singles until something hits damn but uh right after that i have um i have my solo ep that i'm not producing so i have um multitude of producers i have crack baby joe i have critical from crime family ace beats um my boy villain C-Dub uh, from up in Sacramento. Shout out to C-Dub. Phenomenal producer. Great artist, too. Um, and a few others. Yeah. So, and I'm, But I'm not making any of the beats on it. The reason I came to that conclusion was because I make all my fucking beats. Right. So, you know, I saw some interview, and it was, uh, I think it was Eminem, and he was talking about, um, he was talking about, Something he was doing where he was he kept thinking about the the the, the loudness of the snare the the hi hat over here and and I'm and I'm already Eminem yeah okay it was something on some when he was making some of his beats right oh I didn't and know what, he produced yeah so he did he did well he did uh what was the one um I forgot the name of the one with Tupac and Biggie for the Tupac Resurrection soundtrack mm. yeah but yeah so running he did, he did running running yeah, yeah so he did that he did a few for fifty it was like around the fifty time okay so. 
So he was doing a couple records, but he said he stopped doing it and just kind of went back to his roots. Now, mind you, it's a little different, but it just the one thing he said was over-focusing on sounds and shit. Mm. So I'm already over-focused on the mix, the reverb, the compressions, the da 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 the nerd shit, the hieroglyphics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I'm overthinking on that. So I said, you know what? Let me do something I've never done, which is let me do a project with other producers and just completely just get into artist mode. Yeah. Just see what that brings out of me because now I'm not worried about this. I'm not worried about, I'm not even doing half the mixing on it. So when you go in to do this project with the other producer, you're, you're just, you're just sitting rapping. off to the side. I'm just rapping. And you're just watching them yep. do their thing and they, tell you to go in the booth, go that's do it. your thing, and that's it. That's it. Because you got to think. That's got to be hard, though, because you're a producer. very hard. You're a mixer. It's like, you're going to want to touch those buttons well, at some you know, point. And then also, too, but also just learning how to sit the fuck back and just, you know what? Nah, don't tell them to change that hi hat. Don't just, just go for it. Yeah, that's what you were saying with yeah, the Eminem because thing. I'm overthinking because I'm thinking from my production perspective, like, oh, I would have used this sound just to. But that's your flavor. Yeah. That's that sounds theirs. like me. That sounds like me. And that's, <laughs> an, that's an answer I would expect, hard. too. It's just so hard yeah. to sit there and not say It's like a DJ yeah. going to a club. And yeah. when you you're sitting me? there, you're chopping it up, and you hear one whack-ass bland, you're going... Well, it's when, not even I wouldn't have played whack. that song. It's or? not even that it's whack. It's just, like, it's just because we all have like ways that we do shit, right? Yeah. So it's just me biting my fucking tongue and trusting them the way I expect people to trust me with my craft. Right. So, but see, that just goes to show that every producer I listed off and who is on there, just how much I trust them in their craft. That's what I'm saying. You got to know them before you oh, actually yeah. go and in the studio with them. These are all personal relationships. These are okay. producers I know, man. You know, like like Ace and, and, and Critical. Me and Critical talk all the time. Like, just Greg Joe all the time. Like, just, just you know, these are people I actually have great relationships with. You know, and half the time when people are coming to the studio, they're usually rapping over their beats anyway. So we got to communicate anyway because I'm engineering their shit. Yeah. You know, hey, man, send those stems. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> do, <laughs> you know? How do I say? Do you, would you say, because obviously you do around the around everything, like you produce and then you sell your beats and then cats come to your studio and record. And right. then you, you just said you have other cats that come in with their own beats. Yeah. So you're like work for hire, not work for hire, but... Oh, 100%. Just whatever. Open door. Oh, 100%. Do whatever you want to do. Like, you know, like, you know, well, it, you know... It's my, not just your beats that they're... No, coming. not at all. And to be honest, probably only... 30 to 40% of the time is at my beats. And that's fine. Right. That's fine. Because at the end of the day, like, it's it's more of a workload on me if I'm if I'm doing every fucking aspect. Right. And I feel like, because someone will be like, well, you want to get offended? Like, see, here's the thing with me. When it comes to music, I have no personal connection with it. As far as I don't take nothing personally. There's only two things in this world I take personally, my family and my money. You fuck with those, then okay, now we're going to have a problem. But when it comes to music, I could play you a beat. Moon's going to be like, sad. that's just trash. I'm not going to get mad. I'm Italian. I talk shit. It's trash. <laughs> oh, that was trash. I bet you this one ain't. That's trash too. Bet you this one ain't. You know, that was pretty good. Like, but this is my personality. People know how I turn up, bro. Yeah. Like, it's just my energy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But but when it comes to the music, it's not about you, me, him, her, or even the fucking dog outside shitting. It's about the record. Right. That's the only fucking thing that matters is the record. It don't matter what I think about it, whatever. And 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 I have this this theory, like you know, we don't know until we know. And my theory when we're recording is. I could tell you an idea. It could be wrong, but we don't know until we know. So if my idea sucks, tell me it sucks. If your idea sucks, it sucks. And we just have this argumentative relationship with everybody I work with, and they love it because yeah. it's honest, it's straightforward, and, and, and my thing is I value your time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to come in here and get no yes-man shit out of me. Right. You know? I mean, and what's dope about you is that you, um, you, coach, you coach cats. Yeah. You're not just taking their money. No, because it's not about the bread. It's about your 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 passion. You you take your shit seriously. It's the art. 
Right. CR. When there's a little bit of bitterness, too. And the bitterness comes yeah. from, I feel like I should have made it a long time ago. So I'm like, you know what? Something in here is going to work. <laughs> so I'm going to treat every record like it's my last one. And if this shit blows up, then fuck it. I, I, I did my justice. What is the, if there is one, what's your biggest pet peeve about uh, artists? Or in the studio? Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm about to say it. And this is a fucking fact because I'm not going to lie to you, bro. <laughs> YouTube beats. <laughs> They come with a YouTube beat. Oh, oh yeah, just um, I need a um, a, a bu- 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 type beat on YouTube. Oh, so got- they'll play you as a reference track? No, no, download this beat off YouTube. Like, like, see what it is. The YouTube producers have completely <laughs> watered down the game, bro. And when you do music as much as I do, this rap. Here's the funny thing. This rapper, let's just say Joe, Joe the rapper, right? We don't know who he is. He just comes in the studio, right? He finds this beat on YouTube by some producer in France. Right. Comes in. He's like, Sab, download this beat. Uh, this the, I'm like, what are we doing with the beat? You're going to email me the beat? That's already a riff. Like, no, it's on YouTube. Oh, my. <laughs> Dude. Just right. Bro, I got a crazy-ass story. I was out in L.A. This pretty big rapper, bro. I was in there doing a song with him. Mm-hmm. He fucking, when, after I was done with our song, he's like, hey, can you pull up this beat on YouTube? And he rapped over a fucking beat. Fucking crazy. Yeah. And but, he's pretty well known. Why can't you say his name? Though? That was King Lil G. King Lil G. Oh, okay. I work with King Lil G. Yeah. I was Shit. like, damn, do you rep over YouTube beats? And I went in there with my own beat with the stems and everything. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, more power to him. The only thing is uh, that there's a there's there's a reason why those beats. Wait, are, are they jacking these beats, or no, are you no, paying well, for these beats? Well, here's the no, no. Well, you can lease them. Right? Well, most of them are most of them are just. I'm, yeah, look, I know jacked. how to just. I'm sorry, I'm gonna put it out there. I, if, if it's yeah, on YouTube, yeah, teach us some game. I, we'll we don't, right, so look, so so I'm gonna give you guys some free fucking games since we're gonna do this next the next game you're paying for. Look, Hello. check it out. There's an app called um, MP3 Code Coder. Hold on, converter. No, hold on. YouTube to MP3 converter. YouTube to MP3 converter. But right. there's, a, there's, an actual, there's an actual plug-in. I paid $40 for it. Right. And the only reason I paid this because it's an investment to me because 90% of the clients come in there they and want that. shit off YouTube anyway. Right. So instead of going to some Google search and all this, I already got it on the fucking desktop. Boom. I put the link in there, the Beats and Pro Tools in five minutes. BPM'd out, everything. I know the kids in, all that shit. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Wow. So they're like, wow, you work fast. No, it's just this $40 app I bought for rappers like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but no, so anyway, they'll come in and um, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll find these beats on YouTube. And here's the funny thing. Revert back to earlier in this interview when I mentioned that there's 12 some on million rap songs uploaded every day, okay? That's how many rappers you're trying to stand out from, okay? You're already coming in here with a such and such type beat. So you're already coming in with the mentality of you're copying and pasting somebody else's sound. If somebody wants to listen to Draco, they're going to go bump Draco. They want to listen to future, they're going to listen to future. But okay, I get it. Right. You think you're the Why only are you trying to sound like them? Because every rapper has an ego, and I get it, because you got to be proud of your shit, but every artist just thinks they're the only one. I think they're the lone. They think they're the lone knight in shining armor with the microphone in their hand. Like you know, that's what I mean? funny. You know, you put that on a logo, yeah, on a T-shirt. <laughs> and and every artist thinks that until you deal with somebody like me who sees fifty of y'all a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so and fact. you all just come in with your knight in shining armor and your microphone. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna saddle this up. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work like that. But anyway, back to the story. How many of those motherfuckers' hearts did you break? Like you know, crush their egos. Well, I mean, but you were just saw by, again. <laughs> you weren't yeah intentional with it, but you kind of were. Like, look, dude. Somebody I mean, you got to be the Simon Cowell of these cats because it's right. Like, well, the thing is, this like 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 the thing is with me, bro. Is I I would rather me personally. I would rather you hurt me with with the ugly truth than give me a beautiful lie. Yes, yes. Because you know what? Because to be honest, I can't I can't grow from a lie. You know, tell me the truth. 
if there's a booger in my nose, let me know before I go talk to this fucking person over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, just <laughs> be honest with me, dog. You know? And yeah, I might get mad, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna appreciate you a lot more just for keeping it real with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I think anybody with any kind of real, real um, you know, uh, aspect to their soul and spirit and their mind state, you know what I'm saying, would appreciate that. So with me, you know, like I said, there's a way, there's a way to talk to people. And how you talk to people, you know? Right. I have very great communication skills, bro. So it's like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and associate. I used to talk to killers on the foreyard, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and disrespect you, but I'm going I'm to get my point across to try and help you. And genuinely, I want to help you because to be honest, bro, if you're going to be over here spending money with me you're, and this isn't your path, you're wasting money, bro. Go invest yeah. in some real estate or something. We got it. We got a call real quick. Uh, let's go to the call. Is this Snoops? Yeah, what up, bro? What up? Snoops, Snoops. and Snaps. You're on with Sab, did it? What's cracking? What's cracking? Hey, what up, Sab? Hey, Sab, I, I got a question. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Hey, can I set up? Uh, can I set up some studio time? But all I want to do is steal YouTube beats. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna do that nah, to me, dude? That's, that's a goddamn lie. <laughs> are you nah, I'm just playing, bro? Hey, man, we gotta nah, lock in, I'm my boy. Soon, dog. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap in with you soon. I gotta do a verse for an exclusive. Okay, let's do it. Shout out to exclusive man. Yeah, we went, we went crazy. But, uh, we went crazy yeah. on that IE roll call. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That was a good time. Yeah, yeah I got to do that uh, verse for uh, exclusive, and I think Dream's going to get on there. YG Dream. Bad, bad. Another dope artist, man, from the HD. Hell yeah. Yeah, dog. but yeah, Snoop's just like, hey, look, no, no YouTube beats, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> We're not I'll doing that. i be like, hey, dog, type this in, type this in. <laughs> He's still in this shit. Hey, look, I'm going to type in bro. a big Snoop's type beat, and that's, that's the one we're going to go with. <laughs> 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 nah, but yeah, man, salute. I see you up there. All right, thank hey, you, my uh, boy. All love. Because a while back, I was talking to, I was talking to uh, Moons and shit. He's like, you know, we were just talking. He's like, hey, who should I bring on here? And I brought up your name, dog. You know what I'm saying? I was That's like, love. You, there. you know, yeah, you know, I'm gonna come talk my but, shit. Yeah, man. Some people gonna love it. They ain't gonna like. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Snoop. He, he yeah, did. I'm, that, I'm gonna be tapping sure. in with you real soon. Uh, Maybe we'll pull up with Moons and get some. Uh, yeah, I keep telling Moons he owe me a verse, man. <laughs> yeah, let's do oh, it. Yeah, we yeah, gotta we, get, we gotta get some shit cracking. Man, let's get it cracking. It's 2023, man. That means it's the it's the Jordan year. We can't miss our shot, baby. Ah, <laughs> right, you got you, dog. Already, yeah, stay up. Know, my what's boy. up to everybody? What's up to Danny? What's, what's up, up to, to Moons, Crystal? All you guys over here? What's up? Yeah, yeah. What's cracking, homie? Enjoy your night tonight, brother. Much love. Crack a modelo, yeah, fool. Yeah, yeah. Right, man. yeah stay bring up. some modelo, man. He said, bring some modelo yeah, in no, the No YouTube piece, just modelo. Hey, hey, Sam, you know I pull up with the 805. <laughs> he said, put up with the 805. You know I pull up with the 805. That's what I'm on right now, dog. <laughs> yeah. And what else, fool? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> and the block out. And the uh, block out. Sure. All right, big dog. That's what's up, man. Hey, so you produced the IE roll call, huh? Yeah, I did. And that was yeah, a crazy record. That shit. Um, and, and that was uh so that was a remake of um the Welcome to Atlanta. And exclusive, shout out to exclusive man, my boy from Paris, man. Um So how, how many acts was how many acts was on that? There's like what, fifteen? Thirteen. 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 Yeah. And what was so dope about side. this, because I, I talked about this on, on Cam Capone, I think, too, or one of the other interviews I did. And what was so unique about it to me was that it was thirteen different Hispanic artists, Mexican artists from 13 different barrios. Right. In one song. Right. And we did it all at my studio in, 
I mixed and mastered. That was a fucking session. I'm talking about that shit took all day. To no, mix. I bet I was gonna ask you like, did they all come in at once at the no, same no, day? It was, was it, it was over spread a, out? It was okay. spread out just because it it a song like that. It just it, there was no way that would have got done in, done in a day. Right, right. I think it would have been possible, but it just would dip people's schedules. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. He's got some shit going on. They got some shit going on. So we just and then if to, somebody's late, that just throws on everything. Right, right, right. Yeah. But you know, we we got it done though, and um. It was it was already a challenge to me because when Exclusive brought me the idea, he told me he wanted to remake Welcome to Atlanta, and I was like, okay, I like you because now you're challenging me. I like a challenge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't just come to me like, oh, get this beat on YouTube. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I tell people too, like, you know, if you work with me, like, I even, and like I said, back to the beat shit, right? Maybe 30, 40% of the artists I, that I actually record, I make the beats for, which is fine. I'm not, it's not about me always making the beat. That's more work for me to do. Right. But if you're going to have other producers, get the stems. Because if you know, I'm I'm a seasoned engineer. I'm very good at what I do. Put me to work. You right. know, don't treat me like I'm this fucking engineer over here recording in a closet. Like, bro, give me stems. Give me. Let me work. Right. You know, I can engineer songs for produce for for future and, and Ti and big names and mix their shit. Treat me as such, bro. Why you can't? Because yeah. I don't know how long this shit's gonna last. Like, don't water me down. <laughs> yeah, don't water me down with the bullshit. Like, because but see, I like the challenge. I like the work, bro. So you know, like, let me let me really you know give you my all. So. When Exclusive came came to me with the idea, I thought it was dope. Just I like the unity in it because I think that was just something that was really dope for the. I I'm, I'm, I was still you know fairly new. I still am fairly new to the. I have only been out, been out here for a couple of years, but so for me to be out here, be welcomed in with such warm embrace, you know what I'm saying from multiple different communities, man, and you know be a, be Italian, you know and be loved by black, by Hispanic, and just everybody, and just be able to bring people together, black artists, uh, Mexican artists, and everybody, and just do this shit like it's it's an honor and a privilege to not be from here and be welcomed with so much dignity and respect you know right so i wanted to treat it as such so i looked at that like okay this is a challenge okay first of all i don't like the sample so i'm like this is gonna be a bitch but okay well, we'll do you it sample up. or you don't sample I, I normally don't but but on certain shit i what i'll do is i'll, I'll take a sample and, and i'll and i'll tweak it right so welcome to atlanta like and it was funny because critical critical actually did the bass on that okay so um and shout out to critical he's like you don't have to give me the credit i'm like I'll give you the credit. But what was funny was we, we talked about possibly replaying the pianos, but I said, you know, by replaying the pianos, it'll kind of take away from the essence. I said, because, and call me crazy, I said, look at the direction music's going right now. Everybody's sampling old school shit. Yeah. Listen to everything that's out right now. It's all samples. Yeah. So I knew that eight months ago. Right. Weird how that shit works, right? Kind of my little genius moment. Wow. No, like, wow. Yeah, because, you know, Christmas comes around. I'm like, damn, I was actually right. Like, maybe I'm not crazy. You know? Drummer Boy's not the only one that has shit planned <laughs> you out. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, but it worked out. So we flipped the sample and, and you know, we did it. But then I kept having problems with the bass. And then, it, you know, uh, fucking, <laughs> fucking Critical came by. I think he was there with Temps one night. And I, I said, Critical, man, just, just give me some bass. Boom, he did it. And then, but yeah, then after that, it was like probably, probably a week or two later, we mixed it. We shot the video. Um, it went on, I think, Latin Beast, and it just the numbers went crazy. And it's just, to me, it was just, it was just dope to be a part of something that was, you know, a kind of, a, kind of an iconic moment. You know? Right. For I think that's many, dope. This many varios to be together, bro. And we, at the video shoot, there wasn't one, one issue, no nothing. There was a lot of Modelo. Who <laughs> did, did we say whose idea it was? It was. Did you say? Well, okay. Like so, who came to you, and how did you get the role to produce it, or well, was this your idea? It, no, it was definitely not my idea. I think this originally stemmed from. Big Tim's doing the the Riverside the RC roll call. Okay. The Riverside County roll call, and I could I I, I want to make sure I'm being 100 percent correct on that, but I believe that's where it initially stemmed from because Tim's was definitely a part of uh, the IE roll call. So they did the RC roll call. I think um, 
you know, a lot, there was a lot of that, that shit did crazy numbers too. Mm. And so, I yeah, think I got a lot of that's the one yeah. uh, Snoop's is on, right? Yeah, yeah, the IE roll call, yeah, the IE roll call. Well, before that was the RC roll call, and then they wanted to do an IE roll call, and in doing so, I just, I guess, just from being. You know, I guess my work ethic, maybe my personality, maybe my good looks. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> something something where they, they wanted me to do the job and they gave me the opportunity and it was just man, I like it was it was it was one of the highlights of my my my, my year last year for sure to be a part of that record because it was so, so different than anything I've ever done for one, how many people were on it, the the amount of people that were involved in it, and then just how it all came out. Like, you know what reminds me of reminded me of is uh, all in the same gang. Yeah. Back in the eight, yeah, late eighties, nineties, sure. man, where they just got every rapper on there and I can imagine in those those recording sessions like right. i said like that has, should have been played out but like from an engineering side i mean it's like you got to get every cert it's like being an engineer at a concert right. that's why there's rehearsal that's why there are mic right. checks and every right. artist is different some are more aggressive some right. are more soft sure. yeah some are more and highs everybody, and yeah everybody records differently too and it, and it was so funny because because <laughs> fucking critical man my guy i, I wish he was watching the calling because he could vouch this we i showed him the session because he did the bait we did the bass and logic and i put hurried up and threw it in uh in Pro Tools, he said, God, you're going to have a field day with this one. He said, 14, 15 different buses? I'm like, yeah. And every bus needs its own EQ because every artist is different. There yep. was no hook. You know what I'm saying? So, my God, that shit took all day. But when we got it done, we got we got it done right. And it was, I mean, I, I was very proud of that record. And I still am, man. And What's the name of the track? I.E. Roll Call? I.E. Roll Call by Big Temps and Exclusive. All right, guys. Go check that out. Yeah, go check that out. It's featuring um, some amazing artists from the I.E., man. It was, a, it was an honor to be a part of that. That's really up, dope. Man. Really dope. We gotta get some of those artists on the on the platform, Hell bro. Yeah, bro. That'd be dope. Some IE artists. Definitely. That's it. Sab did it. Before we check out, man, is there anything else we need to know about, bro? I know you got the EP coming. What else? I got something special on the way. Oh yeah, man. you don't want to um, share that right now. <laughs> can you call us up though? At least, bro. Let I'm, us gonna know. Call you, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you. If you up. can't make it back, will you just call us? Oh, bro. No, you're always dropping this week. I'll come back anytime y'all want me. Just let me know. Oh shit. You just give me a call. We want that exclusive, my G. Well, you know what? Let's do this. Um, new EP, joint EP coming out next month. Um, new solo EP coming out in April. Stay tuned for those. Got some bangers. I'm going to be shooting a lot of videos to the last two albums. Um, I actually have a song called Sunday Funday. Kind of yeah. similar to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. What you guys did on Brown and Proud. You know wow, what I'm saying? I think okay. like, it's, it's, actually, it's already out. It's been out. I'll play it to you after the show. Um, All right. Love to hear it. But I want you to come to the video. I think it would be good to have a cameo. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Holla at me, man. Blackout, boys. We'll you know be out there and girls. Mr. Sunday himself in there. But um, I'll tell you Sunday. this. When you got to album... have a t-shirt for Crystal, though. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, we got that. Blackiana, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? With the little bullet holes and everything. The bullet holes. But I'll tell you this. When the new project is done, just because I don't want to leak info. I'm gonna call you first. You're gonna be the first one to hear it. For sure, bring man. Much love. What's up, bro? Bring to me. <laughs> you bring to me. Oh shit, we got one last. We call. got one last call. One. Let's get this, man. Hey, what's up, caller? You're on with Sav. Did it? Blackout podcast. What up, my boys? Exclusive, dog. Exclusive. <laughs> what up? You know what's I had to call in before it ends, homie. I had I had to call in before it ends, dog. Uh, you know. Yeah. I just want to, hey, I want to let you know, thank you, because um, you didn't have to do that beat for me, you know what I mean? And you did out of love, and I appreciate that, man, and everybody else does too, you know? Yeah, for sure, brother. Hey, exclusive, man, that was an honor to be a part of that, man. I appreciate you guys for trusting me with all your creativity, man, and your vision, man. You intense, bro. It was great to be a part of that. Was, that was definitely one of my highlights of last year. So this is the cat that shot the video? Yeah, that's exclusive. Exclusive who shot the video, and him and Big Tim's put the song together. So it was his idea to put, well, their idea to put the That's what's together. up. That's what's up. Well, well, actually, there's a story behind it, you know. Um, I don't know if I should say it or not, but uh, 
I'm gonna say it because nobody knows the real story about it. You know, Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Um, you, all right. Um, well, you know how Kenzo was in the hospital. Yeah. And one, and one day he called me up. He's like, "Hey, my boy." And you know what? I'm getting kind of shaky because it, it reminds me. You know what I mean? But he's like, "Hey, my boy, I don't think I'm gonna make it this time." Right. You know that's some real shit, man. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I I didn't know what to do. So I was like, "I gotta make this motherfucker proud." And I, I gotta make this fool like you know. Right. Don't give up on us. And right. I was like, man. I remember that because I went, I went and so I had, him too, man. I remember, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know the times, you know. I don't want to put his business out there too much, man, but that's the real story. I did it for him, and I told everybody around us, I'm like, I'm trying to put this Empire Road Car together, you know. And, uh, yeah, I was telling him. I was telling him throughout the day, you know what I mean? Throughout the night, I was calling him. He was calling me. I said, look, I'm putting this together. He's like, man, I love you, my boy. I said, all right. When he came out, not even three days later, he wanted to jump on the track. I said, "Man, you need some rest, my boy." But he was on it. You know him, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the real real deal right there, though. You know, we did it off for like nobody knows. You know what I mean? But I did it for the boy. Well, they you know. know? Yeah. <laughs> History well, was they made know now, right you know there, what I mean? bro. But, but yeah, that's was... that's that's how it happened. That's why it's all love, you know. Yeah. And stories like that, bro, just make it even more special, right. you know, about songs like that. Like, well, you know, you know what's funny is me being very close to them guys. I didn't even know that that's that that aspect of it too. I do remember when you know the homie was in the hospital and you know he was going through some shit, and I know we had talked about the record and all that. But then when you add that into it, off of what I just said, yep, too, like, yep. like my joy out of it was seeing. You know what I'm saying? A culture come together, set their differences aside, even if they weren't from, you know, opposite sides or whatever, just to come together. That many that many artists from that many different videos, bro, to come together to do a song on one of my beats and let me and trust me to mix it, like me? Like you know what I mean? Like that's an honor, man. And it was it was great to be a part of well, it. Well yeah, man, you know, like when a when a true friend tells you he need to make it all, you gotta you gotta figure out something, man. You know what I mean? Right. And I had to do what I had to do, dog, and nobody told me no, so Thank God for all the all the fellas that jump on it, you know. Yeah, for sure, bro. And free the ones and, that's not on there, man. Eagle that, shooter, all them. Hell yeah, man! But you guys have a good one in them. You guys heard it first, man. Yeah, yeah I know, man. Bro. Thank you, exclusive. Shout out to exclusive, man. Y'all go run that video right, Empire Road Call, Big Timson exclusive out now on Latin Beats. Hey. Run that shit up. Produced, mixed, and mastered by you. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Man, that's what's up, bro. We're going to close uh, the yep. show on that right there. That note, hey, that's something we didn't know. And definitely um, we'll be reposting this on a short. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. In a real, because that needs to be heard for yeah, sure. Indeed. want to thank Sav Did It for coming through, Thank bro. Guys, we'll touch base mm -hmm. with you. Maybe we could do a, a little studio run, bro. Maybe we'll come to you to your come studio. By. Maybe yeah. do a blockout just like, on remote, on play some yeah. beats for us or I'll some shit. Right on the spot, Would you be baby. down for that? Yeah, man, I'm down. I'm hard. down like Panthers. You know? I'm prom night. Let's <laughs> go. We won't take, we won't <laughs> take too many. <laughs> we won't take too many of these lights. We'll just bring maybe yeah. one camera and we'll just oh, shoot this shit. I got a few of them too. We'll be good. Oh, okay. I ain't got to bring my shit. We'll leave our shit here. You bring whatever. Just bring the cameras. I got everything else. All right, bro. It's a vibe in there. He knows. It looks like a nightclub. Can't wait. Can't wait, man. Uh, with that being said, y'all, uh, make sure you guys uh, follow my dude right here at Sav Did It Sav on did it. Instagram. Look out for his future uh, EP and all his other uh, successful I'm call, stories. I'm gonna call coming you. Through, I'm gonna call man. you when the new one comes because this new shit is crazy. It's like if I told you now, it would ruin the surprise. So no. I'll just let it be a surprise. <laughs> it's it's bananas. Well, we want the exclusive. Oh my yes, boy. we're gonna yo, we'll come and spin it the night it drops. How about See? that? We'll talk. We'll lock it in. We'll lock it in. That's right. That's it, bro. Yeah, Want to thank our one thing, our producers, Danny, DJ, Danny Boy, the hit the switch back there, Thorntonator. Thank you, Chris. I am Maso Tomaso over there on the camera. Sheesh. We got the uh, creamy mommy, Crystal, and go. Money Moons. Money Moons. Money Moons.
That one guy? <laughs> oh, tomorrow, <laughs> Bubba's Tacos in the city of Ontario. We're going to be out there. Bubba's Tacos will post the uh, flyer up on a community page here on YouTube and as well as our Instagram. So come on out. We'll be taping at 5 p.m. tomorrow, Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Blockout, boys. Blockout. Thank you guys for having me, man. Oh, yeah. Great being here.